Crazy. You got the top of the laundry. It is Wednesday, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Double hey. Load entirely. You're out of order. You're out of order. You think that guy just says bullshit? Thank you. Welcome to your little socks draft night. Uh, I've been practicing being Mel Kiper all night and talking about why Indianapolis is drafting first in the top five picks every year. Then how to take a quarterback. Um, no, this is going to be really fun. This is really interesting. We had a drop out. We had two dropouts, which was just just disheartening and sad um, over the course um, of putting this show together. But I'm happy tonight that we have the dr- the people drafting. Uh, I've been wanting to do a draft for a really long time. Um, again, I'm I'm just excited that we tried bit the bullet and tried to do our own draft. It's uh, it's fun. It's going to be interesting. I almost jumped in because I like drafting so much that I wanted to give it a shot. But I think we have a very interesting panel tonight for the draft. Because I feel like some will be like crossing and like fighting with each other to try to get picks. And then there will be, I think, an outlier that does not care. And it's going to take things that he just doesn't care for other people. Well, Whoever see if I'm right. that be. Um, I have a written. I have a written who I think is going to win the draft before the the show starts. Um, I have a feel before even draft position. I just think this person could have the best draft. I'll see if I'm right at the end. Um, first up, Coho. You were not going to be on the Hi. show. Uh, Jake Marangoni was going to be on the show. Uh, I said, "You okay with filling in?" Because let me let's be true. I didn't want Jack Pentruck on this first show of draft because I may have just killed him because we just talked about acting performances and he didn't know what that meant and he has homework to do anyways to actually watch good films how do you think you're going to do tonight in the draft i think i'll do fine uh patrick literally quoting what you said to me right before we went live literally this joke was made completely uh open uh but yeah uh i think i'll do pretty good i have a strategy of how i'm gonna do this it either it'll work or it won't work um and uh i think this will probably go okay for me We'll see. Okay. Brian, um, you don't care what anybody ever thinks about anything, um, really. I, mean, I really don't. I really don't. So um, you've watched – I would say you seek out or you at least watch some of the bottom-of-the-barrel movies at times. I've seen some of your letterbox, and I'm like, I've never heard of that. But Brian found it, and Brian watched it. How do you think you're going to do with the first draft? I mean, I don't think there's going to be a ton of surprises on here because, I mean, uh, even though I like, you know, a lot of crappy movies, I mean, most of the, there's really certain names that always pop up when you're talking whole decades worth of work. Um, So the bigger question here is going to be which ones am I going to, you know, get, which ones are going to get stolen from me or vice versa. Yeah, I'm really excited for that moment when somebody announces their pick and the face of the reaction of the other people are like, damn it, that was my pick. Um, Scott... Um, 
how do you think they're going to die? Um, you're normally you like sports, so you're you've seen enough drafts and you you know the style. But um, I think your taste is pretty different than most people on the call tonight. I would say I said maybe 2010s overlap with some, but um, you do love your early your 21st century uh, movies. So uh, how does drafting back in the classics and stuff going to play into a factor? And uh, how do you think you're going to do? Yeah, I'm not going to show my hand too much because I know the strategy uh, that is, goes into these drafts, um, whether it's sports or movies or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that uh, I'm the name that you have written down, the mystery name of who's going to win tonight. Um, I would be surprised if it was. But uh, I think uh, my picks are probably going to end up being more normie than you might expect, although it, it just depends. I mean, I, I can't I can't say for sure because I don't know what's going to happen with other picks. But in terms of who I have on my uh, my hot board right now, uh, it's probably some more, you know, names like what everybody else has. Um, next is Kirk. Kirk, um, you were supposed to be on last week's episode. Uh, did you have a chance to watch any of last week's episode? A little bit, yeah. I, I, I didn't finish it, so I don't know how bad it went, but Okay, yeah. that's fair. Did you ever? Did you get to the killer side of the bracket last week? I did not. Okay. Nah. Well, I need you. I need to know how you feel about that. Um, right. If you would have picked Grassy Knoll or the light pole from her, uh, the telephone pole from Hereditary, which one would have been better? Um, but how do you think you're going to do tonight in the draft? Uh, um, well, you know, I wouldn't just think like that's oh, YLS and YLS is a, a certain format, and I was like, oh no, it's not. So you'll see me like work, doing work here because I'm kind of still figuring things out. So we're, we're going to play it on the fly and see how it goes. It'll be fun. I will say one thing about Kirk. He preps really well, but when he thought it was a different episode, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, and then Boatman. Boatman kind of pitched this idea, I think. Like he talked about it, and then we like moved it up because we were really excited about it. So we're uh, doing it now. So um, how do you feel like you'll do tonight? Uh, you see, I thought I was going to do really well, and then uh, today I got the message that, hey, you know the way that you assumed we were going to be doing this? Nope, uh, we're going to be judged by the movies, not by the performances, and that's how I prepared my draft board, so now I've got to like backtrack and do it the other way. Okay, well, I will say, like, how good a performance is could have some weight in it, but overall, I would say the quality of films in there is going to... We'll see. It's ever-changing. Uh, right now, we're going to just try the draft order where everybody's going to draft that. Um, I have a number first. Um, so I'm going to first start with Coho, number one through five. What's the number I have? Can I go with lucky number four, Cotton? Four is the number. Where do you want to draft? One through five. Uh, I would like the first overall pick. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right. We'll go with Brian. One through four. What's the number? Three. Nope. Scott? Two. Two. Where do you want to draft? Third. Third position. Okay. Um, that's it. I like that strategy, actually. I like in the middle, you can bounce through everybody. Okay. Um, uh, all right, Kirk, one through three. What's the number? Uh, two. Nope. Boatman? One. It's one. Where do you want to draft? I I feel like this is a dumb move, but I'm going to take the snake. I'm going to take five. 
No, that was the right okay. move. That was the right choice. I don't know. All, All right, right. Brian, one through two. One. Nope, Kurt. I want to say two. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, what number you want, two or four? I'll take two. Two? Okay, Brian drafts four. So the draft order goes. I choose Coho. four. <laughs> Good. Coho, Kirk, Scott. That worked out. Brian. <laughs> Boat. Taking the fifth spot, waiting for all those people to go through. This is going to be interesting. Because Coho, there was a spot right next to Coho, so I wonder if his pick gets taken. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, so we're going to. Uh, Coho is now on the clock. Coho, who is your first pick overall? See, it's one of those situations where I feel like the pick is obvious, and now I'm like, I put myself in this position. Now I don't know if it is the obvious pick. Uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take Al Pacino, 1970s. Pacino, 1970s. Uh, clear. Uh, blue chipper got all the intangibles that you want in a player. This was, I thought, a lot of people's one-one or close to. Um, I think you got you got the Godfathers on there alone. It's those movies you have, uh, and Justice for All. Uh, there's going to be movies like the Serpico. There are okay, movies okay. that I'm going to Dog Day Afternoon. That's a tough uh, not to pass on. Um, I'm I'm I am a fan of that pick. I think he's – and he has some other movies I haven't even seen in the 70s, but I, I hear good things about. Um, we'll go around. Kirk, uh, you pick in second. Was Pacino from the 70s on your list? Was it going to be your pick if it dropped to you at this point? And how do you feel about the pick overall? Um, it's a great pick. It wasn't going to be my first pick. It would have been my second pick. I mean, obviously, if it would came back to me. But I had someone on the board one spot higher. You'll see in a second who that was. Um, but, uh, no, obviously, I mean, it's me. The Cheeto 70s, you can't go wrong. I think you have, like, what, at least three Pacinos in your top ten? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, from the 70s? Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Scott, um, was Pacino from the 70s on your list? Was it your number one um, going into the draft? Wasn't my number one, but of course it was on my list. It was probably my number one for the 70s, um, but I don't know that I was thinking about going 70s number one. There are a few good options, so um, it doesn't break my heart to see it go, and I'm not surprised that, you know, it did go this high. I mean, So some value there. So some, some value, value was there in the I mean, 70s. And, yeah. Sure. Brian, this is clearly your 1-1. One, one. You, you love the Godfather, so he had to be up there. Well, it's weird because, like you said, I don't want to care what people think, but I'm doing kind of my draft as a combination of of what I personally like and what I think yeah. are just considered great performances. So it, it was definitely, I think, like Scott, it was it was probably uh, very possibly my first, my number one pick for the 70s, but it wasn't going to be my number one pick at all. And honestly, I assumed it would be gone before it got to me, unless Kirk was after me, in which case I was going to let him have it and not be a dick. But <laughs> apparently it wasn't even his first pick, so who knows? Yeah, that's the Greg Popovich style of coaching. Like, listen, they're good players, but they're not my kind of players. I need people that I'm going to go along with and coexist with, so that's a good strategy. Bowman, um, now you were going to be at number two. This is going to be a story throughout the night. Like, you had the choice of two. You took five. You took the back and forth. Did you think that Pacino, one, could have fallen, or did you know Pacino was going to Coho? So that's why you decided to Knowing Coho, I knew this was the most logical thing. Of, oh, he's good. Which – had I gotten the one spot, I would have taken it, and I would have taken 70s Pacino as my one. That would have been my number one pick. So this is a great pick. But, yeah, that's kind of how I knew I could 
sit back at five because my number one is gone. So, okay. Yeah, smart. Smart. All right. Uh, Kirk is now on the board. Kirk, what right. is your two? Are we supposed to discuss the movies or just give the name? Or Oh, yeah. See, I just kind of took the thing. I didn't yeah. talk about my movies. Yeah. So what we can do is I'm going to let you talk a little bit about the person and then you can okay. draft. Like, I would rather you draft about it than talk a little bit and then we'll yeah. move on to my discussion. So that okay. will probably be best. Gives me um, time to work on the thing. Personal choice, obviously, uh, Pacino is number. I think I have like five or six 70s movies in my top 100. Um, so that's obviously my per, uh, personal choice. But I think they're general audience wise, I think there's a better choice. Uh, one actor representing one decade. Uh, I'm going with the 1990s and I'm going with Tom Hanks. Um, this gives you Forrest Gump, Philadelphia, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, uh, Apollo 13. You got rom com, Sleep in Seattle. Uh, you got Mel, Joe vs. Volcano. Uh, that thing you do, uh, just a, uh, saving Private Ryan. Um, I don't. I couldn't find going through this. I couldn't find an actor who had more massive hits spread over so many different genres uh, than Mr. Hanks. So he was uh, my plan number one pick. Yeah, that uh, I, I had a conversation pre-draft about Hanks in the '90s. I thought as strong as Pacino was in the '70s, I thought. Hanks in the '90s has one of those that crosses so many, uh, like so many spots. It goes into the animated. It goes into the like the rom com. It goes into the action. Like there's so much that he does. It was a tough pick. Again, I think, I think, no shot at like Coho for one. Like '90s, I wouldn't say is like a strong suit for Coho and like movies that he has seen a ton of. So like Hanks is one of those clear ones that I thought was. You know, but he also took seventies. I think he'd be in the same boat if he didn't take seventies at that point. He needed something in the olders because he can play stronger in the two thousand twenty tens. But yeah, Hanks was Hanks was arguably tied one one or uh, or for me in with Pacino. I thought they were both clear choices because I don't think Hanks has had. I don't think anybody's had a strong of a like that is in that run. So great choice, great value. I think that's a perfect thing to fall into the second spot because I think if you drop into the fourth spot where Brian is, I don't think you get Hanks in that spot. So that's a strong, strong case. That's, um, that's a good joke also. Good joke. Oh, uh, uh, all right. Scott, um, thoughts on Hanks in the 90s? Um, it wasn't really that high for me just because I'm not the biggest Tom Hanks fan. I mean, you know, certainly I enjoy a lot of his films. Um, but, you know, of the ones that Kirk named there, I don't know. I've seen maybe half of them. And there's not even a one that he named there that I really love or anything. So, so I understand it's definitely a great pick to the general audience. But I just didn't really uh, rank that high for me because I guess I'm picking more from the heart. But we'll see. Greta Gerwig was in Toy Story. You probably <laughs> a little bit more. Okay. Um, sorry, not announcing picks or anything. Um, Brian, a fan of 90s movies, I would say. Absolutely. Um, how high was Hanks on your board from the 90s? He, he would have been my number one 90s pick. I, I kind of assumed that whoever picked 90s first was probably going to take Hanks. Because uh, like you guys already discussed, I mean, just not only the sheer quantity of films he does, but that they're, you know, they were all hits and he crosses off every every genre, everything from prestige films to ones that are just pure entertainment. And he kind of, he really just had the most successful decade, uh, definitely of the 90s, maybe of all time, who knows. Um, but so 
while he was my number one pick for the nineties, it's another one that I kind of assumed was not going to get to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I understand that reference from Patrick. Yes. Elijah one and Jordan went one, two, and there was no Sam movie in between. That's a really good choice. You know, somebody picks James Corden from Clinton. Um, uh, Boatman, how high was Hanks on your board? Uh, Hanks was my number one for 90s. So now that he's gone, uh, yeah, I mean, that's my number one 90s gone. But that's a, that's, that's a really good pick. Anxious about what's starting to panic. Let's go. Sup <laughs> T coming in with the elbow too. Let's go. That's it. Love it every time. I, <laughs> by the way, I can announce this. Go now. with the head, we're, not the heart, guys. Uh, we're announcing this um, now. We can announce this now, but th- this year at some point, I will be in the middle of four <laughs> Kolakowskis on this call yeah. doing uh, uh episode. Um, we, we haven't picked the topic yet, but it's going to be one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Yes. It's going to be really interesting. Oh, I love that. Um, and then later in the year, we'll do Brian and his son talking about Fortnite dances and stuff like that. <laughs> no, no. Cool, yeah. He'll top have 10 Fortnite dances, Brian. But it's top 10 Fortnite dances, but Brian has to do all the dances that are discussed. <laughs> I might rather talk about Schmodown than... Sub team will fall here. Coho, interesting on this draft real quick. Yeah. Um, you took Al Pacino. How yep. close was Hanks from the 90s on your list? That would have been my pick if I didn't get Pacino. Like, if I couldn't get Pacino, I was taking Hanks in the 90s because that's, that's to me, the number one pick for the 90s. I think that's a very great pick um, with just a wide breadth of, of – like, there are things that he didn't even name, like 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 the Green Mile and, like, Apollo 13. And like, or Apollo – yeah, oh. that, don't, that don't even – that we didn't even bring up that are, like, bangers. So, like, Hanks is, is a genre-spanning talent in the 90s. This is maybe one of the best decades for an actor. So, it's like – it was Pacino 70s. And Hank's nineties, and I just went with with my favorite actor over Hank's. So, all right, um, now go Scott with your pick. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, with the third pick, I'm going to classics, and uh, just because you know I have less options probably from this one, I imagine you know the the panel probably has fewer options to some extent. Um, but I am going with from the 1940s, uh, an actor known as Humphrey Bogart. Um, and his forties lineup includes movies like the Maltese Falcon, Casablanca, the treasure of the Sierra Madre. It also includes, you know, four collabs with Lauren Bacall, um, you know, all of which are pretty great um, to have and have not the big sleep, dark passage in Key Largo. Um, so it's just a, you know, pretty much nonstop lineup of hits for, for 10 years there. Um, so it was, to me, it was the number one pick in classics. There are a couple other that are arguable, um, but there's so many all timers in this, um, you know, lineup that I wanted to go ahead and get it off the board. Yeah, Bogart from the '40s. That uh, it was an interesting when the classics when a classic was going to go off the board. I thought that was going to be the tell, like who you take from what decade and where. Um, I'm a real fan of Bogart's. I like a lot of his work. He just seems like one of those like the wise guys, like an old mob you see, like all that. Like every time he shows up, and I really just have uh, and I enjoy. 
Um, older Bogart, like when he gets like fifties and stuff, I'm not like a super fan. So I think you picked the Droid Decade of the forties. I haven't seen all of the films from him from the forties, of course, but the ones you mentioned. Um, did you mention Big the Big Sleep? Right. Yeah, yeah, I love the Big Sleep. I think that's a yeah, fantastic movie. Uh, Nobody kicks like Bogarts. I think was one of my reviews, and it, it turned into Gaston lyrics underneath. Um, but yeah, great choice. I I think there's a lot of classics, so I think there's going to be like, is that the right pick from the forties or from the classics? We'll see because there's a lot to pick from. But I think that's a good one off the board right away. Uh, go to. Um, Brian, next. How high was Bogarts on your list? Pretty high, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, I, actually, I mean, when I was brainstorming, you know, and, and kind of doing my research and looking at different people, he he definitely was on the list. And and for him, obviously, I did pick the 40s because it's a lot. It's a killer lineup of, you know, classic films. Uh, this is one that I, I think fell out of my my top few for for classics just because uh, several of them I haven't seen. And when it, the ones I have seen are the kind of movies that I respect but don't personally love. Um, so it wouldn't have, it wasn't one of my top choices for the, for it, but it's a good pick. Uh, Bowman. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I get it. It, there's a lot of, of good ones here. I've never been the biggest Bogart guy in general. So I think that kind of tempered to, I, I briefly considered him and I kind of dismissed him for that reason, but I get it. There's like, obviously like Casablanca and like, the Dark Passage is a really underrated one uh, from this decade. Yeah. Uh, Coho, thoughts on Bogart? Funny enough, that was not a name I wrote down in my classics box. Just wasn't. So when that name was said, I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> All my picks for classics are like completely attacked. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay. That's one, that's one less pick to worry about. That's still very true. Kirk. How close uh, did you have uh, Bogart on your list? Yeah, definitely top tier for that category. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, I got to obviously have other things to, to pick from there, um, but that's definitely what I would have taken if it had been available when the time came for classics. Okay. So, we're 70s, 90s, uh, 40s off the board. Brian, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to stay super on brand. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take someone who is uh, truly iconic for their decade, and that's Harrison Ford in the 80s. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the like quantity of films as, say, like uh, Tom Hanks in the 90s, but the ones he does have. I mean, you got two Star Wars movies. You got all three Indiana Jones films. You got his only Oscar nomination for Witness. Uh, he even throws in a rom-com like Working Girl and then uh, some underrated stuff like Mosquito Coast. Um, it's just... It, oh, and Blade Runner. I don't know how I miss Blade Runner. Um, so, I mean, there's there's really not somebody who, when you think about the 80s films, those are like, you know, the biggest films of the decade. And so the most well-respected films of the decade for the most part. And so he's truly an icon of the decades. That's why I picked him. Yeah, that, um, I was wondering, like, because I wouldn't say that he's not like a prestigious actor or like one of those actors that carries like the Oscar, like buzz that he does. But I wondered where that was going to be the thing. And I think like, I think that's one of the, um, I think that's one of the um, great choices right here because I think it has so much value um, because you have franchise films, you have uh, other films that he goes along with and he's got the, he's just an iconic actor. Um, at that time. So I think 80s was a really good choice. Honestly, when I was thinking about it, I wasn't thinking 
like Ford at all. And I know that's stupid to say like out loud, but like at the time, but you get all Raider, you get all Indiana Jones there and you get all the, uh, all the, all the good ones. You, yeah. Well, the only three. The only, there's only three. Um, I was, um, but yeah, great, great choice overall. I think that's just a strong pick, especially at four and it's coming back to you. I think end of the eighties, I think I thought eighties was one of the harder decades to like narrow down really to when I was looking at everything. So I think that's a great choice. Um uh but um did you have Ford in your list? And how do you feel? No, I did not. Uh but this is a good pick. Uh they there are some movies here that I'm just not as big of a fan of as everybody else. Like I don't like the Mosquito Coast. I don't like Witness very much, actually, which I know is like kind of a hot take. Don't like the Amish. I mean, I grew up near the I'm Amish. I mean, PTSD a little bit. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, it's just not a lot of my favorite type of movies, but I get it. It's a good pick. Also, I love that you mentioned not some of your favorites and you picked the Mosquito Coast and Witness and just escaped by Indiana Jones. Just that well, was interesting. Indiana Jones are obviously great. That's later on the loader discussion. Sorry, I, I run this for my um, thanks. You. We'll come back to you later. Uh, Coho yes. Harrison Ford in the 80s. That was my number Detroit. one name on the 80s. Number one name on the 80s, yeah. Harrison Ford. I figured that was going to go. Um, so uh, that's one pick down on the 80s. I think that's a brilliant choice. I think that is the choice of the 80s probably, or at least one of them. I think there's two or three other names you could say in the 80s that I think rival that. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the obvious 80s pick to me. Yeah, just looking over that again, uh, the ones it's I've seen. It's a filmography, yeah. Also, if you yeah, include the that... extended TV version of E.T., I get him because he was the principal. So, uh, no, not today. Um, maybe when uh, Bowman hosted uh, um, animated, he gets to include TV things, not me. Or, um, Co uh, Kirk, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's Harris, it's uh, Han Solo and Indiana Jones in the same decade. That's tough to beat. Um, this is gonna be my this would have been my third pick, had you know, on my overall board. Had it come to me, and you know, just because of those, like Brian said, those super iconic roles, uh, hard to pass up on. Even though I liked uh, uh, my pick a little better. Okay, um, okay. So Bowman's going to have two in a row here. In a second, um, again, and interesting round one, round two. How the round ends? Are you going to finish strong, or could you have got something later? We'll figure that out in a second. Uh, what's your first pick of the my end of round one? My first pick, uh, I kind of had to reevaluate with uh, it being movies. No, I'm saying I just had to reevaluate. And I Your draft rate's going down I'm by the minute. Way happier with this pick now. Well, not way happier, but I actually like this pick now. Uh, this is was my backup 90s pick, my second 90s pick. But I really actually think about it. I, I like this pick. I'm going with Robert De Niro for the 1990s. You get... A lot, a lot of great movies here. Uh, you get you obviously just get a lot of good, movies. Uh, what you got? You get a lot. You just of get movies. a lot of movies. That's true. That is true. But you get like Goodfellas, Casino, Heat, Cape Fear, Awakening, Sleepers. Like there's there's a lot of great movies here, and a lot of great performances from De Niro as well. So and a lot, and like you get a good variety because you get like comedies, like analyze this. You get more like action thrillers, like Ronin. Like there's there's some good kind of variety in there as well. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real interesting pick um, to close it out. Um, I think with all the other, I think this is kind of weird because I think with all the other actors in the ones that everybody named, there's limited to somewhat. De Niro did not stop working in the '90s, so you get heavy hitters all throughout, but you also get a lot of movies that are questionable in some areas. But I think in this pick, I think the good outweighs the bad overall. Um, because I he does the fan by the way, Tony Stone. Um, but uh, uh, but I mean, yeah, I'm not going to disagree on a lot of these because I enjoy a, a ton. Um, also, just watch Ronan like for the first time, like in a really long time. That movie is a lot better than I I thought it was a terrible movie when I was younger. It's a lot better. Um, what what did Subti do about the Jones? Oh, he's oh, yeah, not yeah, like the Jones. His t- he doesn't like any of the good ones. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, wait, hold on. Is, is he Cage with a Crystal Skull number one? Is that him? Mm-hmm. Don't spoil the future episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, interesting. Um, I like the pick a lot. I think possibly of the 90s, I think there may have been a stronger actors of the 90s. We'll find out because the whole board will be uh, close. But the movies you named, a lot of them are in my top 100. So I really don't have a problem with that. Um, Koho, what's your thoughts on this? And go around the horn. Um, I'm having sure. Um, I think that this is a pick that I didn't really consider. Maybe because a lot of the bad really stands out to me from him in this decade. I mean, yeah, you have the good for him, but that's enough. This is one of the ones where like a lot of the good doesn't work for me. Where like I'm not a fan of Casino. Casino's not a plus for me. Um, so that's that's one of the bigger ones. I like Cape Fear. I like Goodfellas. But I'm not in love with those two movies the way that most people are. Um, so this is just one that never really crossed my mind. I considered him in different decades, but not really for the '90s. Um, yeah, that's that's a good uh, like late round uh, value pick. I think just like you said, because you don't think of him from the '90s, um, you know, because he, you know, it's he's one of those guys that came up earlier, um, but he still had a lot of. Uh, a lot of strong appearances in the nineties. So um, I don't hate this pick at all. I think it might be a little too high, but sorry. too early. In the uh, yeah. I mean, you named Goodfellas and heat two of my favorite movies and then just a lot of other stuff that is really solid. Um, so it's, it was lower on my list. It's not one that I was rushing out to get mostly because I think the nineties is pretty loaded. Like I love the nineties. So I think there's a lot of um, choices here, um, but it's definitely a good pick. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. It's uh, the, the '90s is, is got a lot of picks for me, so I'm not I'm not gonna you know be sad about certain ones going off the board because there's plenty of other choices. Um, De Niro, this is another one of those where just the kind of movies he put out, uh, everyone knows, are not really my kind of thing for the most part. There's a couple of movies I really like his on there, and a lot of stuff that I think is is good. Um, so I would not have picked it, but I can totally see someone else taking it. That was a perfect amount of time. Thank you all so much. Um, okay, uh, Bowman, start round two. All right, uh, my round two. Pick. Oh wait, did you want me to put up the round one draft? Because the board's here. Yeah. Just a recap of, of where we're at, where of what got taken where. All right, two nineties off the board, one seventies, one eighties, and one forties. Okay, interesting. We'll see where we go. I have a clear winner of round one, but we'll see how round two does. Uh, now I'm going with 2010s, and my pick for 2010s is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, to me, this was the clear pick for 2010s. 
did stuff like Django, Inception, Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant. Like this is this is to Shutter Island. Like there, there's a lot of great DiCaprio stuff, a lot of great performances. I, I think this was like he owned the decade pretty much. Yeah. Um I was wondering when the first twenty tens was gonna go. And I wondered what the first pick was from the 2010s. Because I think you have an odd arguments for a lot of people, honestly. I think it's probably the deepest category for me. Um, but I think, personally, in my opinion, Leo's the one one of the 2010s. I think, I mean, he does the most movies that I enjoy. Um, I think that's a super strong, um, strong pick. Um, I mean... We watched Wolf of Wall Street the other week, and I still say that Oscar belongs to him, and that was his performance. That was absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, just alone with Inception, he hasn't done a ton, ton of movies. Good thing that twenty twenty doesn't count because you know there's a movie in there that I despise. But um, overall, like that's a really strong pick. I think pairing that up with De Niro from the nineties gives you a strong one-two punch. That's pretty good. Um, Coho. 2010's Leo, close on your list. Thoughts? You're about to uh, yeah. pick, like you're a while away from picking still, but yeah. Did you that that would have been my first. That would have been my first pick for the 2010s. I didn't expect that to get back to me. Um, I think that's the clear pick of the 2010s. I think there are a lot of contenders that have value that you could take out of the 2010s. So I'm not too brokenhearted that he's gone. Um, that's the category. That's the part where I have the deepest depth that I can draft in any round to be happy about. So I'm not too broken up, but I think that's, that's the pick of the 2010s for me. That was my number one 2010s. Uh, yeah, definitely top of the list for 2010s. I mean, he's like that guy, uh, you know, he's the, he's the big name. I think if you look back at the actor who kind of defined the decade, uh, he, if it's not him, he's definitely top of the list. So um, yeah, uh, 2010, that's name off my board for sure. Scott? Yeah, this is my number two for the 2010s. Pro probably actually number one. My number one, and I guess, is probably more of a sentimental pick. But um, yeah, I mean, that, so many great movies. Bowman didn't even mention Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I think is his uh, best performance. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, there's a reason why he probably didn't mention that. Good good drafter. Good drafter. Bowman likes that movie, I think. Yeah, Bowman loves that movie. But Cody does. Yeah, you yeah, don't okay. you don't bring up garbage when I'm Mel Kiper on the show. Um. Uh. Anyways. Uh. Brian. Oh no. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Yes. Uh, How close? No. I well, I I disagree on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being his best performance of the decade. Um. But. But to each his own. It's going up. Um. But yeah, the, the, he was in my top three uh, of of possible picks for this decade. Um. Because I, I mean, everyone's already said everything. He's got. So many great performances in there, you know. And it's hard. It's hard to find somebody who had a more successful decade, especially for more of like a, uh, you know, a prestigious, like award-winning kind of uh, kind of roles. Um, he kind of just ran the gamut and worked with all the best directors, from Nolan to Tarantino to uh, Martin Scorsese and across the board. So, um, just real quick, were you, um, uh? Where you're about to pick, was this going to be your next pick, or were you? This would not have been my next pick. No, no. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so we're going to move to Brian next. What is your pick? Um, you know, I think I'm actually going to jump back to classics, uh, just because I, I think I have the least 
the least number of possible picks for me for this decade for for this kind of era. Um, and I'm actually going to the back, going back to the 1940s again, but I'm going to take Cary Grant. Um, Cary Grant is, is is as far as classic movies, which I don't you know I'm not into a ton of classic movies, but I, I do see a, a decent share of them. But his are the ones that kind of speak to me the most. I mean, he's it's uh, a lot of fun, the kind of comedies he makes. Um, and just in that decade alone, I mean, you have His Girl Friday, you have the Philadelphia Story, which I love, Arsenic and Old Lace. Um, there's some other things like Notorious, Talk of the Town, Mr. Blaine's Builder's Street House. Uh, there's just uh, he just had a lot of great films uh, in that decade that uh, for for me, for somebody who's not that into classics, uh, the fact that he has so many of them that I really enjoy. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There was Bishop's Wife. There was Suspicion. But yeah, he, he was just a good pick for me. And, and like I said, I just didn't have a whole lot of picks for classics, so I thought I'd pick that early. Yeah, it's uh, it was it's going to be interesting which classics go where. I do lean towards enjoying Cary Grant movies a lot more than other classic actors because I believe his comedy just really works with me. Mm-hmm. His play, like he's a his facial expressions, how he sells his comedy, even when he gets older in age and he does the grumpy like Cary Grant like comedy, it just always just has played really well for me. Um, like Arsenic and Old Lace is one of the best comedies like of all time in any opinion. Like even at the time for so slapsticky and how it worked, it still plays so well today. Um, His Girl Friday is super underrated. I love it. Um, he's also holds his own in a movie like Philadelphia Story with Hepburn and uh, Stewart. I think that's that tells the the caliber of an actor he really was. And I think honestly, the forties was the correct choice for him. I don't know where you could lean so. Um, uh, so yeah, great choice overall. Um, I, I love I love those scoops that are coming in. Woj um, bombs I, in the chat. <laughs> Woj bombs. I was gonna do that at the start, but I forgot about them. Like, hey, uh, trade rumors are saying that Bowman is planning on taking Costner in the nineties coming up pretty oh, but soon. But he can't we'll say taking. He'd have to. He'd have yeah. to say like, oh, he's he's got his focus yeah. set on nineties <laughs> yeah. Costner. Is yeah, target set on him. Yeah, it's great. Um. Yeah, good choice. Um, we'll go to uh, Boat. Uh, thoughts on Cary Grant in the forties? Um, yeah, forties Cary Grant is good. Like I, I, with any classic filmography, that's where like I'm not really focusing on like the the possible negative movies because pretty much all of these actors have bad movies. It honestly just varies on how well seen their bad movies are. Like that's that's really the truth of it. It's because Cary Grant has a lot of movies in the forties. There's probably some stinkers none of us have seen. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Gone through Cary Grant's filmography, but that's I think going to be true with any, like including like nineties Robert De Niro. So that that's my opinion. Yeah, Robert De Niro in the nineties did basically what classic actors did in their time: is just like move from one film set to the next and say, "Let's yeah. go." What are we doing? Like, crazy. He did. He did like three or four a year at one point. Like nuts. Um, Coho, Cary Grant, forties thoughts. Uh, yeah, I'm not super well versed on what he's done in the forties. Uh, I haven't seen all of them, but the ones mentioned are ones that either I've been meaning to see or I have seen and really loved, like Philadelphia Story and Arsenic and Old Lace, two absolute all time greats that I love. So. Uh, I can't begrudge this pick. I just am not educated enough to speak too strongly to this pick, but I 
don't don't dislike it. So obviously it wasn't on my board. So that's that's two classics picks that we've gone through where all my classics picks are intact. So I <laughs> I feel pretty good about my classic drafting choices. And yeah, I I mean Grant. The only question with Grant is what Nero done with Decade because he worked for so long and did so many great movies. Um, but yeah, definitely a name um, off my list as well, um, and a really strong classics pick. Great choice. Um, you know, probably the Philadelphia story and Arsenic and Old Lace are probably my two favorite of his movies. I actually, he might actually be my favorite performance in the Philadelphia story, which is a hot take, but um, That's yeah, hot. it's a, uh, it's a great, uh, great choice for sure. I thought of him um, just in general and I would have, you know, picked this decade if it had come to it for sure. Cody. You're on, yeah, you're you're on like the clock. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love this sound effect every time. We're gonna get it every time. Uh, yes, the uh, the the sources are correct, and I didn't just do it because Garth uh, dropped it in the chat earlier. I was already planning to do this. That's that's why Michael chatted it because we we collaborated on the bit. But um, I'm going with '90s Tom Cruise for my second pick. Um, Obviously, it contains my favorite movie of all time, A Few Good Men, in 1992. Um, he also, you know, kicks off the Mission Impossible franchise in 1996. Um, he has some movies like Interview with the Vampire, Days of Thunder, you know, which were big hits. Um, and then he closes out the decade. Oh, sorry. I also forgot Jerry Maguire, which is maybe like the most Tom Cruise-y of Tom Cruise. Like that is him at his peak, really, in the 90s. And also a great movie, I think. And then he closes out the decade with two like absolute bangers um, with Eyes Wide Shut, which he does with Kubrick and Magnolia, which he does with PTA. Um, two of his best performances, two of his best movies. I mean, right there, you know, with with a few good men, Magnolia and Eyes Wide Shut. Those are probably my three favorite Tom Cruise movies. So um, I think this one was a no brainer, not just because he's also my favorite actor and it has my favorite movie, I think you know, across the board, it's a really solid lineup of movies. Not as many, but the quality over quantity. I just realized we're going to get to the point where we're like at pick 30 or whatever, and I'm going to have 30 names running across the bottom of the ticket. We might have to cut it off after 10 <laughs> each time. Maybe well, I was I'll reset it after every two rounds. I told him to reset after round one, so I don't know why you're, you, you put your round twos down there, but you do. Um, strong pick. Um, I think you have the weakest pick of in I think what was it ninety nine? Is that ninety nine when that garbage of a three hour movie I came out? Yes, it did. Yes, and he got an Oscar nomination for it, which is crazy. Um, overall, I think it's a really strong pick with what he has. I think Few Good Men is one of those movies I absolutely love. Jerry Maguire is one of those movies I love. So, and he's kind of the, I, I still say this is one of the last action stars. So like or movie stars out there that can sell something. So I think that's a a really strong um, pick for the 90s. Um, I'm interested to see where everybody goes with the 90s. Um, <laughs> these are throwing me the fuck off. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Great choice overall. I think we'll see how it uh, ranks up against other 90s. I would probably still go to Nero over it, but, you know, you didn't get the choice to draft that at that point. So, um, we'll go, uh, Brian. Um, how close was. Um, Tom Cruise from the 90s. 
He was not on my list for the nineties. I, I could, I've considered Tom Cruise for a few other decades, um, but for the nineties, I did not pick him. I can see why someone would pick him, um, but for me, I mean, films like Eyes Wide Shut from Kubrick and Magnolia from Paul Thomas Anderson, and and once again, it's just one of those things that, that a lot of his films were not in my wheelhouse for him. I, I like some of the stuff he does in previous and later decades more, um, so I can totally respect that pick, but it would not have been mine. Yeah, uh, I I'm I considered it because I think Cruz has some good ones for the '90s, specifically the one that Cody doesn't like. Uh, but I like that one, and you know, you got the first Mission Impossible movie in there. Uh, but he also, I again with all of these, you're gonna have some weaker ones. But no, this is good. Oh, I'd watch shot. Yes, I did enjoy that movie. Good movie. Weird, but I like that movie. But I like the movie. Um, cool. Fuck you, Patrick. Uh, God, God damn it. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote Cruise down on my 90s board, um, mostly for things like uh, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire. Uh, like, you have a lot of his blockbusters in the 90s that, like, established as a blockbuster filmmaker, um, and that we still, to this day, probably consider him most Tom Cruise-y movies being from the 90s. So, um, I considered it. It's it wasn't, it wasn't a top three name on my 90s board. So I still have a couple '90s picks left to go that I, I I still have available for me. So, yeah. And Kirk. Um. Yeah, he wasn't super high on my '90s board just because, um, like there were some on, towards the end there that I'm not a big fan of. Magnolia Eyes Wide Shut. Those aren't my uh, favorites. So, um, I mean, it's not a terrible pick. There's some good movies in there, but it just wasn't one that was on my in you know on my radar. Okay. So now, Kirk, you're on the board. You're on the clock. Okay. Let's <laughs> update my board here real quick. Um, out of the draft room for Kirk Kolakowski, we haven't heard a lot of movement, not a lot of sources, nothing leaked out of the thing. They're holding it pretty close to the vest on what they're planning on doing here. They have a few val- They have a few choices to be made before Kolo makes it back back. We'll see where he leans. Okay. I'm going to go for my next pick. I'm going to go with the 2000s. And my actor is Christian Bale. Um, with Bale, you're going to get uh, you're going to get dark. You're going to get Batman franchise. You're going to prestige. Um, lot, lot of, lot of diversity here. You, you get, you know, you get to play the bad guy, in American Psycho. You got small movies like The Machinist. You got fun stuff like Equilibrium and Rain of Fire. Um, and you get even Terminator Salvation. As far as Terminator uh, sequels go, isn't terrible. I mean, it's still. You know, it's there. Um, it's the best post T two movie. So um, I think uh, then you get like period stuff like Public Images, Three Ten to Yuma. Um, overall, very swell, strong, well run decade. <laughs> Ter- Rise of the Machines is the best. Not. not what did you what did you just oh say gosh, about Terminator? Terminator? Salvation is the worst. It huh? is the worst Terminator movie. End of sentence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, anyway, just, like, man. Right? <laughs> yes. It's like you just wrote down, like, I'm drafting the center, and, like, you're, he's a seven-footer. He shows up to camp 6'8". What are we doing? No, he's not. Like, he doesn't any of the signs you okay. mentioned. Well, whatever you think about that, there's still yeah. a lot of strong movies. There. I think there's, like I said, um, Equilibrium is a, is a really slept-on movie. Um, that is one that um, I don't think a lot of people have seen, but it's a great movie. Um, but like I said, I think it's a strong decade overall, and um, I'm happy it's a pick. 
Um, I think there's going to be a storyline that plays out from this. Um, we'll see if that is. Coho heard the term Christian Bale and then saw 2000s come out of your mouth and I think had a shocked look on his well, face. So we'll see if that I can, I can clarify that. Okay. He said 2000s and then Christian Bale. That's fair. where my pick went. Um, that's fair. Uh, so maybe he maybe lined up for some another decade. Um, I think uh, I think good actor may be wrong decade, in my opinion, for this. Um, but I don't know if that will be the case. We'll see where it lays out later. Because I think again, I think another decade's really strong. I don't disagree with you of the movies that you did mention. He has a lot of strong ones in there. I think, you know, of Batman, I think Overall, regardless of Gotham City being a um, um, a character or not in uh, the new Batman, I would say that, uh, he's in my favorite Batman movie, A Batman Begins. I think that is still the best. Underrated, uh, I think 310 to Yuma from the 2007 run. I think that is an absolute fantastic remake of a Western. Um, yeah, I I'm interested to see where this plays out overall. Um, I will I will act like the audio cut out when you said anything about Terminator or anything, <laughs> so we won't have that on the record. Um, but I haven't seen I haven't seen that. Um, but I, he also has American Psycho, which I hate, which is a rough one. I hate that movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Scott. I just don't really love that. You know, crazy. Um, not my cup of tea. Uh, so Scott, you just drafted. Um, any was Bale on your list um, for the two uh, thousands? He was. He was not my number one remaining pick for two thousands. But um, I think this is the right decade for Bale. I'm I'm with you on that, Kirk. Even if your Terminator Salvation take was was out there, but I love American Psycho. I think that's his best performance, probably. So I think that's a great choice. Agree about three ten to Yuma. Then obviously, you know, the Batman movies. The you know prestige like it's a great decade. Yeah, looking at the other one, I don't know. I yeah, I'm 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 a little torn on Bale overall. That's an interesting take. We'll talk about that at a later time. But um, Brian, thoughts? This is the first pick from the two thousands too. Just to say about like this is the very first pick from the two thousands. So thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, well, I think that the fact that I don't really care what anyone thinks on these kind of shows, um, but I still do usually decent, uh, is because I tend to agree with Cody a lot. Uh, first one from that time in Hollywood, Magnolia, and also with American Psycho, not a fan. Um, Christian Bale, for me, is the very epitome of hit and miss. Not in his performances. He's always a great performer. But his movies are very much, I like really like them, or I just really don't, and they're kind of all over the board for me. Um, so he's just not an actor that was for me. So he wasn't on my list for consideration. Um, yeah, uh, Bowman. Yeah, for me, like, I, I can lay my cards on the table in terms of this because I already taken my 2010s pick. I had Bale on my 2010s board, not on my 2000s board. I think the 2010s is a better decade for Bale. I think you he's still figuring out who he is in the 2000s. That's where you do have stuff like Kirk mentioned, Reign of Fire, and a lot of... Whereas one of my favorites of his from the decade. What? <laughs> Reign of Fire is one of my favorites of his from the decade. Okay, but that, that's a you pick. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Uh, well, just going forward, I messed this up. I love the thing. Regardless where you pick, uh, future on draft shows, which we'll is try not to mention other picks, just to not give anybody any evidence or opinion. I led the charge, so that's my thing. Um, uh, Coho, 
you're about to pick thoughts on this pick in the 2000s. Um, yeah, I didn't consider this choice whatsoever. Um, to be totally honest with you, I, I did not think about it. Um, the more I think about it, the more I can see the value and the quality in that choice. Um, to me, there's a lot of things that I, I consider questionable, like things like Harsh Times or The New World or things that I, just, I haven't necessarily seen but heard horrible things about. Um, and then obviously things that I have seen that I think are awful, like Terminator Salvation, uh, really holding it back. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Prestige, um, great movies. I do not like American Psycho. I think he is very good in American Psycho, but I, I, going based off the movie, the movie's bad. Um, so yeah, for me, that's a that's a decade where I'm like not... Yeah, I, I absolutely prefer the other one that people keep talking about. So you're muted. 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 You're gonna close out round two here. Uh what is your first what is your last pick of the round two? I decided to make my two thousands pick now. Uh because I know he will not be here on the return trip. Um not because of the three people on the bottom, but the person on the end. I think when it comes to the 2000s, one actor had one better decade, working with better actors, better directors, and never missed. I am taking Philip Seymour Hoffman for the 2000s. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman in the 2000s has doubt. He has Charlie Wilson's War, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, Capote. Uh, the man had banger after banger after banger performance and banger after banger movie, um, being in so many incredible things. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Phil Seymour Hoffman off the board. I think this is his best decade and his best complete body of work. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Phil Seymour Hoffman, 2000s. That's my, that's my 2000s pick. I think I'm going to ban the word banger after that that's, because I didn't, right. I've never heard it said to so be many fair. Times the the thought title of the draft board is bangers. So it's on my brain. <sighs> I was just like, God. You said that so many times so bad. Um, that's a really strong choice uh, from the 2000s. I did not see where you were going, but now after seeing it, I fully understand it. Um, this is going to get some eye rolls, and I'm really excited for it. Even in a piece of crap garbage oh, movie... Even in a piece of crap garbage movie of Punch Drunk Love, he is the best part of Punch Drunk Love for me. I think that movie is Sandler being like stuck between two different things, and he's really good. He shines in that. Um, he's also like good, like he's the villain in Mission Impossible Three in that decade. That he too. has doubt. He has um, Red Dragon. I even if he's like the movie's not that great, his performances. But I actually like Red Dragon, so I give you points on that. I actually like that movie a little bit more. Um, I just think. Besides the basketball scene from Along Came Polly, would always like drag it down because I've never been more disgusted in the theater in my entire life than that moment. But yeah, great choice, great choice. Um, this may be one of those things that how you lean is like performances over movie quality. Like that's where you line. Like I think his performances are a lot better than the movies he's in. But Almost Famous is in my top thirty of all time. I think Almost Famous is a brilliant movie. So. Really strong pick. I think two people shook their head in agreement when you picked, so we're interested to see. Um, He's Kirk. probably really mad because I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kirk, um, uh, you just drafted. You just drafted from the 2000s. Thoughts on Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, 
Yeah, this was this was a uh, strong a strong pick. Um, to be honest, um, I don't think I gave him enough consideration. Even though I thought about the best ways to pander to you, uh, this one uh, slipped by me. So, very strong pick. I see that he's in Synecdoche. Uh, what's that? Synecdoche, New York, or whatever. Don't you hate? I that? think I think it's called Synecdoche, New York, according to Ryan Furman. Um, don't you hate that movie? He does hate um, that. I, I do hate that movie, but I will overlook one turd. I'll overlook one turd for the thirty amazing movies he has that day. Okay, um, Scott. Doubt doubt one doubt cancels out one Synecdoche, New York. Great pick, definitely on my list. Yeah, I mean, almost famous, punch drunk, before the devil knows your dad. Some you know, fantastic movies. Twenty fifth hour didn't get mentioned. Um, <laughs> he's also in uh and uh yeah uh, i mean i'm not i'm not like the as big a doubt fan a fan of doubt as some people but like I, I still think it's really good and you know his performance is one of the best parts of it so great choice brian uh hoffman's generally not for me just again because of the type of films he makes my favorite phil seymour hoffman is in twister so i mean what does that tell you uh but i mean I look, look at it Looking at the films he made this decade, though, I mean, there, there's a handful of them I like, but for the most part, it's just not my bag. Um, Bowman, you did not have this on your board at all, I think. So, how do you feel about it? Word of advice if you're going to be on a draft show uh, and you're hanging out on call with Caleb Coho, thinking, hell, he's not going to be on the show, <laughs> don't go over what your picks are going to be. Specifically, what your number one 2000 pick is going to be. What a snake in the grass. That's a to be fair, I wasn't supposed to be here today. But see, emotional see, this is the damage. difference of people in drafting. Brian goes, well, if I would have got to that point, I would have let just Kirk have it. <laughs> Cole's like, I see Bowman fart up away. Bowman will not make it back to me if I don't take it now, and I don't have better 2000s picks. So. He takes the win over the over – the, that's funny. Um, okay, Coho, you're going to start round three. Yeah. Who you got? So I think, I think right now I was struggling between two different decades as to which one do I have more picks at. And I think I feel more deeply about my 90s pick than anything else. Um, from my other decade that I'm a little hesitant on, I think I can find more value choices late in that than I can anything else. So I'm going to get my 90s out of the way. I'm going to take um, – People are going to roll their eyes when I say this name. I'm going to take Kevin Spacey for the 1990s. I think that is a choice that when you really think about it is actually incredibly quality. Uh, you have American Beauty, LA Confidential, Glengarry Glenn Ross, Seven, The Usual Suspects, um, A Bug's Life randomly thrown in there, which is like a good Pixar movie. Um, I think, and you have like The Ref. Um, you have a lot of things in there for Kevin Spacey that I think are great he just i think his agent in the 90s was just like on all firing on all cylinders to back him up and i think it's he's never he he's a great actor horrible human but a great actor and i think he nailed a lot of shit in the 90s i think he just crushes this is one of those draft picks that has some off the field issues that you're a little bit concerned about. <laughs> but you want to win, and you want to you want to win, and you want to win now, so you don't care. <laughs> you sign him. You sign Kareem Hunt to Cleveland. You know, like those are the things that you just do. In those you, you make the big trade for Deshaun Watson. That's what you do. You, you sign Deshaun Watson. You, yeah, you, you make those moves to make your team better at the moment. Um, 
Interesting pick. Um, I can't disagree with him. Um, if I'm looking at, like, he's got some movies in there that I don't love as much as some people. So that's where it falls a little bit. I'm not a big fan of the, the Usual Suspects. I don't find the, like, thing, especially... Like the twist ending and everything like that. Let's this is why I was worried about bringing this up with this chat. But yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm also telling you, Patrick time. is one of the greatest things that has entered this community for a while. It's like he is a great sure. chat member. Um, LA Confidential is another one that I just don't <laughs> love. So, like, I'm not that, on that side. Um, I did see the ref over Christmas. I enjoyed the ref quite a bit um, overall. But What's that one I mean, seven. Swimming with Sharks is another one that, that people don't talk about often, but he's pretty good. Um, but I, I'm seven, American Beauty. I think he's, like, top-tier villain in A Bug's Life, like, in Pixar. Like, I think he's very menacing. I love A Time uh, a time to Kill. I yes. was so big on that movie. Um, maybe not for him as much, but, like, <laughs> that movie itself is so good. If you have not seen it, Please watch it. Good. I just love courtroom movies and kind of like that struggle, but that one is like one that didn't have high ratings, but way better than yeah, it gives credit for. Um, yeah, so interesting choice. Um, it's my Johnny Manziel choice. Uh, some would say um, he's playing in the CFL. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I forgot to put up the round two draft board again. Do you want me to even do that anymore? Like, sure, you can show it right now. Yeah, that's where we are at the end of two rounds. So. Um, I think there's a clear, like, person in the lead right now, but we'll see how the draft comes out. Um, okay, um, Kirk, how close? Did he just take your 90s pick? We were making the the draft day comparisons earlier, and I think this definitely fits, because this is definitely a Cleveland Browns pick. This is somebody they would take. Um, not even think twice about it. Um, but no, uh, he, he, yeah, you can't, um, from an acting on screen standpoint, you can between the lines, so to speak, uh, you can't I, argue. With I, what he did I'm game. not above picking bad people. Yeah. <laughs> I want and, to win. And, and I want what, to win now. Damn it. I'll tell you what, you're smart. Cause there's only one person left to pick their nineties. And that is the one person who also wouldn't care on this panel. Um, so if you wanted them, it was smart to grab them. Yeah. Is that the last nineties pick? No, is there one person no. left? Yeah. One person has yet to draft in the 90s, and it's Brian. And I knew he, I, I figured Spacey wouldn't make it back oh, to me. If Brian, Brian is like, Brian is literally in the best position possible for himself, <laughs> is that he doesn't yeah. have to pick a 90s right now. He can just hold on. That's really yeah. smart. Um, because the value he can get in the sixth round with a 90s choice that's really good. It's gonna be interesting. Um, Scott, how close was uh, this wide out from <laughs> Penn State? Uh, Look, I'm glad Coho took this because now my pick of of 80s Jeffrey Jones is really not going to look that bad. Let me get around the name. Hold up now. Um, Hold up now. Hold up now. Hold up now. No, this wasn't on my list. I mean, there's some good movies in there, but yeah, I think I couldn't get past The Thing. He's not Um, in The Thing. Brian, you're the only one waiting on 90s. How close was this to being on your list? Uh, well, I have a lot of potential picks for the '90s, so I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm sad to see him go. Although he was on my list of consideration, because, like you said, I mean, the person aside, um, his his performances and the movies he's made that decade were phenomenal. I mean, I understand people not wanting to work with him now, but the fact is, these movies exist, 
and a lot more people's work went into them than just one person and they are phenomenal films um and yeah i mean seven and usual suspects are some of my favorite films of all time a time to kill you mentioned uh i think the, the, the negotiator is a hugely underrated movie even in the 90s um the ref was a ton of fun so he kind of hit all the genres as well um so he definitely was in consideration for my list um, this just in space, he's been suspended for the first six games of the season. Um, <laughs> interesting move from the NFL. Um, Bowman. It's the same chairs. Uh, yeah, no, this is a good 90s pick. This is solid. Who, uh, yeah. So was Spacey close when, against De Niro in your eyes? Are you asking me? You drafted De Niro, so yes, I am asking you. Oh, I, I heard against an era, not against De Niro. Uh. <laughs> okay, the mirror. How close was he in the nineties for you? Uh, he wasn't on my radar, but maybe he should. Have. I do think Alfie is one that might. But it is a porno tomato. Like, like for me, this is one that I was considering for the longest time, but I wanted to wait to the answer to the question about what we were judging by. Don't. Because judging by the movies, he's definitely an easy pick. If we judged by him, we might have questioned it. Um. All right. Um. Kirk. Who you got? Okay. Um, I whiffed on pandering you with one Hoffman. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Uh, my pick for the 70s is Dustin Hoffman. Um, I mean, the big three, all the presence men, Kramer vs. Kramer, Lenny, uh, but you also have Marathon Man, Straw Dogs, Papillon, and two really interesting movies, I think, are Straight Time and Little Big Man, uh, both very strong movies, strong performances from him. Um, and yeah, I don't think there's too many people in that decade who have uh, anything that matched the run he did. So I'm going with Hoffman 70s. Um, I know a little bit about the man. Um, I think as somebody that deep dove um, his filmography, um, 70s is really strong overall. I think he's super strong throughout the 70s. Um, I mean, I consider Kramer versus Kramer, his performance of Kramer versus Kramer, one of the all-time best. I think he's absolutely insane in that movie. Not to mention movies that he didn't get win or didn't get nominated for, like didn't win, like Lenny. I think if you haven't seen Lenny, it's one of the one of the greatest like biopics of and of him playing a person that's ever been done. Um, All the President's Men, I really do enjoy. Um, Marathon Man really underrated i think that's a definitely underseen movie it's very intense uh, very um <laughs> stressful so overall really good choice from the 70s um i uh, yeah i won't say i don't want to pin people against who drafted what but i really like this pick from the 70s really good choice um coho um thoughts on now you took pacino um, you're already wrong about, you know, Injustice for All, because, you know, the rifle person won that Oscar. Um, but how sure. close was Hoffman to making that um, tour for you? Uh, he was the third name I had written down for the 70s. Uh, he was number three on my 70s draft board. When I, when I got first overall, it was like, okay, I have to take Pacino, because, like, that's the best decade for my favorite actor. But Hoffman in the 70s was in strong consideration. I think he had a great decade. Um, I love Lenny and his performance in Lenny. Um, and I think him and all the presidents men does not get talked about enough. Um, mostly because that's just such a like large, like it's him and Redford and it requires both. And then obviously Robards won his Oscar for it or one of his Oscars for it. But I think that Hoffman is one of the best parts of that movie. Um, yeah, this is a very, 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 very strong choice. Uh, Bo, 
Yeah, uh, I, I think that uh, Timonese Dustin Hoffman was on my uh, board because, uh, like, you got Lenny in there, and I love that movie. Uh, not like my one of my top top seventies picks, but it was it's on my seventies board. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Brian, uh, is this is one of those that objectively I know it's a really good pick, but there's really so many of his movies from the seventies that I have not seen. I have still not seen Kramer versus Kramer. I have still not seen uh, Straw Dogs. I have still not seen uh, Little Big Man. So it's like, judge, I mean, judging by the few that I have seen and knowing what I know about just Hoffman as an actor, it's, it's, it's a great actor. I'm sure it's a great pick, but there's just so many that I haven't seen this decade. So It's really interesting, too, because as somebody that deep dove um, Hoffman, the amount of weird shit he does is crazy. Like, he does some weird ass shit. Like, makes no fucking sense why he's in the movies he's in. I don't know what he did, like, in Hollywood, but he just said, sure, I'll do it. Crazy. Um, and Scott, how close? Um, not close, just because I've only seen all the President's Men and Kramer versus Kramer, so. Okay. Both great. Well, Scott, so. Scott, you're back on the board. What do you got? Okay. Uh, I got to do it every time now. I've yeah, no, yeah. We should implement. Like, we should implement that sound. I don't know if we get copyright, but that would be a really good like. Can we create? Can we put just sounds in like the music? Can I like I think so. put the music? Because I know they have music in there, but if I can add my own sound, I would put that in. I think you can. I uh, I love Michael's bit, but unfortunately, it's yeah, spoiling my, my pick. But um, anyway, I'm going to the 2000s, and I'm picking Brad Pitt for my choice. Um, just a lot of you know, for, for starters, two for me like all timer movies with. Inglorious Bastards and uh, Ocean's Eleven. Um, you get the other Ocean's movies in there. Um, you get The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which I think is really good. Burn After Reading, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Um, you get Troy, which is a movie that is not people, you know, people don't love it, but I did, honestly do. It was in my top 100 when I did the top 100. I think that movie's great. Um, Snatch, obviously, he has uh, an appearance in. Mr. and Mrs. Smith was a big. Um, hit yeah just a lot of really like i said two amazing movies i think and just like a, a lot of really solid stuff like there's not a lot of filler or you know stinkers in there um i haven't seen sinbad so maybe that's the stinker but he's not really in it um <laughs> it's just <laughs> but anyway um this is one of my top picks for 2000 so i'm glad it was still here i don't know i'd say voicing the main character constitutes as being in it but that's just you know me personally well, you know what I mean, not physically, but yeah. You know, anime movies aren't really movies, guys. That's not really It's true. Movies. What a super strong pick from the 2000s. Um, I'm with you. I've seen Troy more times than I probably should have. But <laughs> That's great. It was an epic that I had a lot of fun with, and I honestly should go back and revisit it because I haven't seen it in a while. With the oceans, with this, um, I love, um, uh, Jesse James and the the, assass the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. I think that movie is super underrated. It's Great. long, but I have so much fun watching it. Um, Great you said Benjamin Button. It's good. I disagree on that one. Um, like I don't like that's the one movie from um, Fincher that I'm not super in love with. Um, but uh, yeah, you get to also close it out with Inglorious Bastards, which I think is a super strong pick too. 
So I think you cover a lot of different areas there. Uh, Burn After Reading, another movie that I've super underrated. I really like, oh, I laugh really hard at his character in this movie too. And I were like, the movie, <laughs> you're Schwinn. You think that's a Schwinn? Um, that's still one of my favorite, favorite quotes. Um, you punched me. Uh, so really, uh, really strong choice. Um, I'm interested to see where everybody was. Uh, Kirk, um, you took Bale from the 2000s. Any consideration for Pitt? Oh, yeah, definitely. He was on my list. I love Brad Pitt. Um, if I was if I was going solely from the heart, in my own personal opinion, he probably would have been my pick. Um, a lot of solid movies there that I really enjoy um, over a wide variety of types of movies. Um, so, no, you can't fault you. you know, nothing wrong with Brad Pitt in the 2000s. <laughs> Coho? Uh, yeah, definitely was a name written down for the 2000s. Uh, Brad Pitt was actually written down in a couple different draft boards for me. I think he's had a great career total that you could pick from any decade, really, and and, and have a solid slice of filmography to go with. Um, but yeah, I, I think he was very good in the 2000s. I think Phil Sumerhoffman has a stronger decade. That's why I jumped for I jumped for my number one name on my 2000s draft board. So. Bowman? Yeah, uh, he has a great 2000s. Uh, this was this was my second 2000s pick, so that's gone too. Uh, this is a great pick. And Michael, listen, I came around on Ocean's Twelve. It's not as bad as I remember. Can we stop to just the stupid take on that? That's terrible. That's like a terrible take. Wait, is Ocean's that like a real 11? opinion? <sighs> He's a garbage person. He's fine. I just Michael just makes me sad. He likes LeBron James too, which is also a shitty basketball player. So. Yeah, All right, he is. Um, for sure. Steph, Steph's yeah, better definitely. in the same era. <laughs> God, <laughs> um, Brian, we'll fight in the streets, Michael. We'll fight. In the did streets. you have you drafted two thousand yet? I have not drafted two thousand yet. So, how close was Pitt to making your list, and were you thinking about taking it next? Uh, Pitt was in my top three. I'm not sure if I would have taken him next, but he, he was definitely one of the ones I was considering. Um, Brad Pitt's actually one of my favorite actors, and one of the reasons for that is because he does such a variety. He he just even within this decade, he can do you know the the serious stuff uh, like Curious Case, Benjamin Buttons, and Glorious Bastards. Although his character's not so serious, but right down to just having fun and things like you know the Oceans movies or in Burn After Reading, which I don't really love Burn After Reading, but I really like him in that. Uh, same thing with Snatch. I think he's the best part of Snatch. Uh, my favorite movie, uh, actually, aside from his two good Fincher collaborations, being Seven and Fight Club, um, my favorite movie of his is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I just, I love that movie more than most people. And so, you know, it's a great pick for this decade. And the movie that broke up a marriage and started another one. Oh, drum. Um, okay. Talk about uh, off-the-field off issues. I got so Brian, you still need what seventies? I need seventies, nineties, two thousand, twenty tens. Okay, so where are you going? Um, I'm not going to pick nineties now because that'd be foolish. Um, yeah, I think you should. I would do it. Told, I would, if I was your, if I was your owner, I'd be like, do not do this. This is dumb. You know, I, I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and follow up with two thousands as well. Um, and as much as this is going to seem like, you know, uh, playing, playing to the judge, uh, I'm going to pick Denzel Washington. Um, I think he's just the, the easy pick for this decade. Cause I mean, Denzel obviously is an all time great actor, but I think a lot of his best roles came in this decade. I mean, he, he, he won his Oscar finally for training day. Although people of course say he should have won it back from Malcolm X and 
many other times since then. Um, then American Gangster. He works with Spike Lee with Inside Man. Uh, his, his Tony Scott movies, Man on Fire is a great film. Deja Vu, I think, is maybe one of his most underrated films. I love that film so much. Um, I mean, he has his, his, some stinkers in there. I mean, John Q is okay. You know, Manchurian Candidate's just okay. But even in those movies, his performances are great. And I think just as far as the number sure hits he has, and I haven't even mentioned Remember the Titans, um, which is considered one of the best you know sports movies of all time, most inspirational. And so I just think he had a, a phenomenal 2000s. You want to talk about a value pick in the third round of route about to close. Well, that's a strong ass pick. I don't know the actor that well. I'm still trying to get versed on his filmography and like understand what he's all about. I've seen some tape, but not a ton. No, I think this is super strong. Uh, I asked myself the same question, like where would I take Denzel? Like what decade would I take Denzel? And I agree full-heartedly with your 2000s. Um, I think there's another decade you can argue, but I think you get a lot of questionable stuff in that decade versus this decade. I think he just hits and keeps hitting. Um, I think I'm also, I'm an, of course, uh, a stand for the man. So I, I say, like, I love John Q. I at least love John Q's performance in John Q. Mm-hmm. Um, which, um, and Manchurian Candidates are still a lot of fun. Um, Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3 does not live up to the original, but it's honestly not as bad of a remake as I remembered it to be. Like, it's not even more close, but it still has some moments that makes it uh, watchable. Um, and then he also is in his own uh, Antoine Fisher. I think he's just got a strong list throughout. I think that's a really strong, really strong decade overall. So, um, some people would call it pandering. I call it correct. Um, Scott, uh, you just took Pitt. Was now I would say of the decade, these fall a little bit out of Scott's range of movies that he probably enjoys a little bit of these. So, like I would. I don't think that's incorrect. The overly action, like shoot him up, like that he does throughout this thing makes it interesting. But Denzel Washington's presence can can make anything into a Scott movie. I will say that. So um, I will say though that I had him for the '90s. I think his '90s for me is is slightly stronger. Um, So he was like just behind Cruz, I think, on my '90s list. Um, So probably would have been like my second pick there. But I mean, he's such a strong actor. I said it recently, but like. You, there are like 10 or 15 different movies where you could say, oh, I think that's Denzel's best performance. And I would be like, yeah, like, okay, makes sense. Um, and I'm not sure you can say that about many other actors. So I think, you know, you could make a case for him in about any decade that he's been working. Uh, Kirk. Yeah, I mean, the hardest thing for me on Denzel, I, you know, I love Denzel too, and I would have liked to get him somewhere. Um, hardest thing for me is just narrowing down the decade. I think he's his, his body work is so spread out. Um, that it was hard for me to pick what decade to put him in. Um, that was my biggest, you know, some of with Denzel, but I mean, it's a great decade as a lot of them are for him. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not as well versed or deeply attached to a lot of the 2000s Denzel. Like the ones that I have, like that I love hit big. Remember the Titans hits big. That's a big one. Um, Inside Man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am more attached to the Philip Seymour Hoffman picks. Um, the higher highs in my, for me personally on Philip Seymour Hoffman in some in the 2000s with, with things like Doubt. Um, but not not to say that Denzel's aren't high highs. It's just for me, I'm more attached to the ones that I have. You probably want to watch Man on Fire a little bit faster than you want to watch Capote on a Monday night. Anyways, 
Um, I don't know if Bowman's still here, so um, we'll move. Well, this is weird. Okay, I'm here. Uh, I'm not going to be on camera. He's doing a VeggieTales impression. (laughs) I'm not doing a VeggieTales. If you look at the private chat, you can see why I'm not on camera. I see what you're saying. Anyway. I can can hear it, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, my pick, I'm going to be fast. Uh, my first pick is 70s Robert Duvall, uh, which is one of those ones where you're like, huh? And then you're like, whoa, because you get the Godfathers. You get Apocalypse Now. You get Network. You get MASH. You get uh, The Conversation. You have a wide depth of movies that people kind of forget that, oh, Robert Duvall's in that. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Not one that I would have considered right away, but the more he puts it down, I I won't say that, because that's just something stupid coming out of my mouth, but that's a, that's a close rival to um, Pacino, I would say. I mean, I think Pacino has more to do in the, with the roles, but he's more of a side piece. But I have, I did not, I was not on um, the show on um, logged it for the week they did the month they did Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but I heard great things overall from that movie. So he's also in that. Um, good choice. I think that's a total surprise. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, we'll go, Brian. Brian, um, you still have the seventies, right? To I just love um, Did you consider Duvall? I had not considered Duvall, and I think he's another one of those who he doesn't tend to lead a lot of movies, especially back in back in this era. But it's it's a good kind of sneaky pick to get a lot of great films, even though he wasn't the star of them. Um, I I haven't seen. There's a, a lot of his stuff in the seventies. I'm looking at that I've not seen or some of them you've heard of. But I mean, even if you just judge from his like top, you know, five or six films along the decade, those are just a ton of heavy hitters. Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Personally, I think Robert Duvall had a stronger 2020s um, with Hustle, and then that basket uh, football movie he did with Luke Wilson. But I guess as a uh, backup, uh, the 70s was pretty good. So I'll accept that pick. Uh, Kirk. Yeah, um, yeah, it's one of those you don't think about because he's he's never the star; he's the he's the supporting. Um, but that's I mean that's right up Boatman's alley, so that's that's a solid pick. Did you? Um, I mean, did you consider it at all, Kirk? You kind of share the same nickname as you know. Honestly, I did. It, it, it wasn't one that crossed my mind. There's a lot of people I was looking at. He he didn't make my my short list. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Coho, I didn't consider this at all and then he brings it up and that is an absolute that is that is someone that is projected to go undrafted that goes in the third round that you're like is that a reach or is that a steal and it turns out to be a huge boom steal um i think that's a great choice um i honestly think you probably could have snuck a little bit later on the 70s and gotten him even more because i think there were more there are bigger names from the 70s left on the board but i think that's a quality choice maybe taken too early but a quality choice yeah, that's an interesting thing as we go with the show and do different drafts. I think that's going to be a tell sign. Is it, Did somebody take something a little too early where they could have gotten value because no one else had it on their board? I think Duvall could have been a six-round pick that everybody was like, holy crap, because no one else thought about Duvall. So interesting there. Um, oh, yeah, if we could do the upgraded board. 
That's not that it was not the update board. Why that is, is garbage? What are we doing here? What well, I'm promised we're a professional show. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, give me five seconds while I update this. I'm gonna do a pre like third round telling how I'm feeling about people like the who I have leading at this point, and then we'll see if it changes. Here why I don't know why I did that. Is, Right. You're allowed to make mistakes. Um, so overall, um, if I have this as my order right now of like leading, um, I'm just gonna say who I have leading, not overall who's winning, like uh, who the second, third, or whatever. Um, I actually have Brian in first place after three rounds. I think Brian had a very strong board, um, especially with what he chose. Um. I think there's drop-offs in a few spots um, that uh, either value or where they could have got something different. But let me just tell you, the margin is very close. But I think I think Ford in the 80s is really strong. We'll see where the other – I think that's another advantage because he has – he has. I think he's chosen the only 80s person off the board. So where that um, – we'll see. Um, is Boatman back? Yeah, I, I've been here the whole time. Uh, oh, okay. You're just – yeah. Anyway, uh, my I'm gonna go with my classic pick now, and I'm going to go with uh, '60s Jack Lemon. Damn it. '60s Lemon. Okay, that's a very strong pick. Um, do it's you want to talk about it, or would you rather us talk about it? The odd couple. Uh, a lot of the fortune cookie. A lot of good ones in the '60s. Yeah, I'm. I was. I was wondering when Lemon was, if Lemon was going to go, or when oh, he was going to go. Two days of wine and roses is another good one in that era. I I don't know where you're from in Iowa, but interrupting people is just freaking rude. I was talking. Sorry. Thank you so much. You'll be bleeding out of the nose twice. Um, uh, I I still stand like <laughs> I love Lemon more than. I wouldn't say I love Lemon more. I just enjoy Lemon's movies a lot. I feel like his comedy, Odd uh, Couple, is always a special movie for me. Um, uh, even though I showed some people from this, you know, that haven't seen it and they did not love it as much, which makes me sad. But I'm a I'm a defender of Armand Deuce. I think it's too long, but I love the comedy that's in it. The apartment is always great. These are wine and roses. I don't know if the filmography like. I don't, that's a strong case for movies that I enjoy. So I think that's a really strong for classics. Um, uh, yeah, that's a helping point for his draft board, I would ever say. Um, Brian, you picked Cary Grant. Any thought on uh, Lemon from that, from one of the decades? Again, he was a name I put down when I was kind of brainstorming possibilities. Because, um, I mean, the apartment, and actually I, I enjoy Irma LaDuce a lot as well. His other wilder one with Shirley MacLaine. Um those are two good films. Uh, the problem is beyond that. I have not seen a lot of his stuff. I have still not seen the odd couple and fortune cookie. And as no, as much as I know they're I would probably like them and as much as I know they get a lot of respect. Uh, I have not seen them. So I didn't, it, I probably would not have picked it, but I kind of assumed it would get picked and probably by both. Yeah. I think what is that the, that, that start of the fourth round, I think women sixties, I think that's a really strong start. Uh, Scott, uh, you're the first one to take um, a classic actor off the board. Any thought went into your head for Lemon? Uh, no, I mean, I knew it was going to get picked. I you know, would have said with a bullet that it was going to get chosen. And 
I mean, I definitely could have chosen it just because I know you like a lot of the movies, Cody, but I have a lot of blind spots in there, so I would have been a lack of integrity for me. And if there's one thing I have, it's integrity. So uh, I didn't. Put you would just be listing movies. Great, awesome, but yeah, not you know where I like, hear it's one. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, uh, I respect that. Um, Kirk, I think were you the uh, did you uh, were you the one on the thing that said "damn it" when that yeah. happened? Okay. Yeah, this was this so, would have been, this would have been my next pick. Um, I, I didn't think there's a good chance of it getting by Boatman again. Um, I had my fingers crossed, hoping. Um, I think I, he was the only one I was really worried about taking him, but you know, I knew there's a good chance he would. Yeah, um, you know, when he has an injury, he's still able to shoot. It's crazy. Coho, uh, still don't yeah. have classic, right? Yeah, no, I don't have my classics yet. Uh, this was a name on my board. I knew Boatman was taking this one. Um. And if I'm being honest, uh, I knew that if I took Lemon there, it would be a dishonest choice. So I'll let Lemon fall to Boatman. Uh, and I'll take the one that I actually ha- like have seen most of the movies for, that I've seen more often. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great choice. Um, there's other, there's a couple other names that I feel more educated on on my board that I feel better about taking. Um, as much as I love the apartment, um, I think it would have been a dishonest choice for me to take Lemon in for the 60s, even though I'm sure that's his best decade. How interesting would it have been if you would have took Hoffman from 2000 and Lemon from the 60s, the 60s because you knew Bowman's strategy and just straight punched him in the mouth? It would have been fun. I could have done that. Listen, that's probably where he got the nosebleed. That's his big taking Hoffman. It's a delayed nosebleed hit from when I socked him. Um, interesting enough. Um, okay. Be uh, dishonest, people. Okay, Aaron. I agree. Yeah. Punch somebody in the throat. Um, all right, so we're back to Brian. Um, did uh, he has the edge after three rounds? Let's see if he continues on his streak. We'll see. He does not care if he wins, so <laughs> it gives no service for him winning. But it's crazy he is winning. Well, I'm in a weird position because I, I feel like I, I have 90s, 2010s, and 70s left. 90s, I would say, don't need to pick anytime soon. My 2010s, I have a, a few good picks. So I'm going to jump to 70s, although. Honestly, I had trouble. I mean, Pacino obviously was one of the objectively best picks for the 70s. I knew I wasn't going to get that. Um, there's another pick from the 70s that I know objectively, if I'm just, you know, if I'm trying to win as far as best performances and things, I would pick. But I, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go with one that uh, is more just geared towards me. He doesn't even have a lot of films in this uh, decade. And that's Richard Dreyfus for the 1970s. Um, he doesn't have a ton of films, but what he does have, you get Jaws in there. You get Close Encounters of the Third Kind in there, so I get two more Spielbergs. Uh, American Graffiti, I think, is kind of a, a, a milestone film for a lot of actors and things, and, and it's the style of it. Of course, starting on George Lucas' career, uh, or, well, kicking it off. Um, and then The Goodbye Girl, I think, is an underrated one that not a lot of people uh, have seen from him. And it's it's one of those people who, he kind of plays versions of himself in every movie he's in, but you know, I kind of love that character. Um, there's a few other films he's done that, that I haven't even seen, but, um, but I think on the strength of those top few enough, I was going to pick for the 70s. Dang, that's crazy. Um, I've had this conversation with people that I love Dreyfus from the 70s, of the ones I've seen. Dreyfus is one of those actors I really enjoy as an actor overall. I find he's he's basically the everyman like in most movies. Like he, you can, He's one of those characters you kind of relate with the most. Like even in Close Encounters, when he's getting that lure from the thing, like, you're trying to seek something else. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm not saying ditch your family. But I'm saying, like, 
he was like he, he's drawn into it. Uh, he's besides Quince, like I love him in Jaws. I think he's absolutely great in Jaws. Um, the one I haven't seen is uh, American Graffiti. I have not seen that one yet. I hear people enjoy it a lot. I've not watched it. But the Goodbye Girl is fantastic. He won his Oscar for it. He's fantastic in the movie. It's like he's just like the Everman, and how he acts is just one of those performances that I. I I think the more I watch it, the more it would climb for me. So, honestly, not a lot of movies or whatever. He's also in a movie that he's in Dillinger, which I have not heard, but I'm really interested in in that, like, the crime aspect. So, I'm willing to check that one out for sure. Uh, Good choice, Brian, I will say. That's a strong, strong ad. I don't know. I'm curious what you were. There's another pick that you should could have won, but I'm interested to see that later. Um, um, But... Um, uh, boat thought on Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, I I love uh, Richard Dreyfus in general. Uh, I'm kind of slowly realizing he's one of my favorite actors, and yeah, his '70s work again, small filmography, but like unmatched. Like you got you got the Goodbye Girl, you got American Graffiti, you got Jaws, like just just a fantastic bunch of films. Um, Coho. I think this is a reach, not because I think it's a bad pick, but because I think at this spot in the draft, no one was going to take it, especially with, there's, there's someone that I think was very obviously the 70s guy, if you're not taking Pacino, that has fallen this late, is a steal this late. Um, I agree, I I agree. Yeah, but I think, I think Dreyfus is not a bad pick, I think that's a value pick, I think you probably could have taken him another round later, and probably been 100% fine. Um, but yeah, I I think that Richard Dreyfus and Brian both play great shithead kids in American Graffiti. Uh, <laughs> him and him and Ron Howard just fucking it up. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, I think that from what I've seen, good filmography, good choice. It's gonna be interesting as the show goes on and we do more drafts because I'm gonna keep like a little bit like not stats, but just to see how like different draft positions stuff. But like, will you go with your personal choice or will you go with the thing that you want to see if you can win the draft with? And I think that was an interesting choice. And I think he's, I think he actually made a pretty strong choice with it. He couldn't take nineties and he couldn't take 2010s, but he had more openings and I think seventies was weak. So I think it was probably the correct choice in that matter. Um, Kirk, uh, thoughts on Dreyfus? Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely, um, you know, deeper than he is wide in the seventies. Um, and I don't, I mean, some of the, the stuff he's in, I don't love as much as some of the people. Um, so he wasn't really on my radar and I agree with Co. this probably could have been, you know, a, a fifth round or, you know, fourth rounder, I guess, because, or whatever. Next to last rounder, round. Really? Yeah. Because, um, I don't think this is anybody's radar, but still, I mean, it's not, it doesn't make it a bad pick. It's just placement. I think Dreyfus in the sixth round could have like been the seal to win the draft if he had strong of the two picks, <laughs> but I think it's strong here too. Um, Scott, thoughts on Dreyfus? I looked at. I actually did look at him just because Jaws and the Goodbye Girl. I like. I really like both of them. Um, and so I was trying to see: is there like a third movie that I've seen here where I can justify it? But I haven't seen Close Encounters, so um, it you know missed the list. Okay, we good? Yeah, good. Um, all right, Scott, you're back I, on the clock. Feel, you're feeling the late stage effects of me taking Hoffman in the second round. All right, I'm going to the 80s, and it's definitely the weakest decade. I think we're all in agreement there. Probably a reason we're 
holding off on picking some of them, but I'm going to go with uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, he starts out with The Shining. You know, he's got Reds, very acclaimed Oscar-nominated movie. Uh, Terms of Endearment is my personal favorite uh, James L. Brooks movie. So, um, And he's, you know, great in and obviously wins an Oscar. Pritzi's Honors, another movie I haven't seen, but, you know, got nominated for a lot of Oscars. Broadcast News, you know, he's not in it that much, but it counts. He's in it. You know, it's in his filmography. Um, and then he finishes out the decade, you know, with with Batman 89, a great superhero movie and a great villain performance by him there. So um, I think it's, you know, again, it's not a ironclad list of movies like I'm not talking about, you know all-time favorites here necessarily for me, but front to back, he's got some really good movies in there in a decade. I think that's weak. Um, he was solid throughout. Yeah, it's interesting. I was interesting to see when Nicholson shows up and like what decade he goes in. Um, Cause I mean, he's basically been killer every decade, but he's, so he has something in every decade. Um, I'm not a huge fan of um we said 80s right just make sure i'm on the correct mm-hmm. yeah the mm-hmm. 80s um i love the shining i love the shining um it's one of my favorite uh, horror movies of all time um i'm not i've been on record i'm not a fan of batman 89 i think tim burton is a total hack and should stop um but his performance is good in it, but if we rated performances versus movies, uh, if I go back on my word or whatever, Bowman would like to have a conniption fit. Um, because sure. he hates when I change the rules on the fly. Um, uh, I hated the movie, uh, didn't hate the movie, I shouldn't say, I really did just not enjoy it. Is The Witches of Eastwick, which he's in that. Uh, I think yeah, that's like, yeah, that's when he's like overacting and stuff. So I think the name carries it. I don't know if the deck is correct choice in this one, but um. I mean, Shining, Broadcast News, and Batman, I mean, most people would consider those a strong three in any decade at that point. So um, uh, we'll go to Brian. Um, is this the second pick from the 80s? Yes. Yes. Okay. So interesting. Um, thoughts on Nicholson in the 80s? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Nicholson in the 80s. I, I think that, I mean, obviously, like you talked about, he bookends it with The Shining and Batman 89, two of his most, you know, iconic performances. Um, both of them kind of playing the you know, maniacal, you know, villain, I suppose. Um, but in between there, I mean, everything you already said with Prince's Honor, uh, with uh, um, Broadcast News, Witches of Eastwick, yeah, he overacts, but I think he does it in a fun way. It's, he, he's to Witches of Eastwick like, uh, you know, Al Pacino is the devil's advocate. You know, they totally overact, but it kind of works for the character. The movie itself is is mediocre. Um, I I actually just started watching The Postman Always Rings twice today <laughs> with uh, Jessica Lange, and so far I've really liked the performance in that one as well. Okay, um, Bo. Yeah, no, this was my second 80s pick. Uh, this is really good filmography for the 80s. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't write down Jack for the 80s. Um, not that I, I mostly because I haven't seen a lot of his 80s stuff, but I also just when I think of Jack Nicholson, outside of Batman and the Shining, I don't really think of anything else from the 80s from him. Um, I know he won for Terms of Endearment, and I have seen him in broadcast news, but like I don't, those don't jump immediately to mind as much as 70s, the 2000s, and the 90s all do. Um, he has stuff in all those that I, I immediately associate with him more. So to me, in my limited view, I might even say that 80s might be the weakest of the four choices you could make for Jack. Um, 
but I think he has to be drafted at some point for people. I think he's an incredible actor. He's kind of like Denzel in that way, where it's like you could pick him in any decade and make some sort of a case for him because just the breadth and depth of that career. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a weird pick to me. Not on my '80s board. So I'm I feel a lot more confident about my '80s board in terms of getting uh, someone I care about. Uh, Kirk. Um, yeah, this is another one where his career stretched out. So I personally love Nicholson. Um, for my personal taste, I could take Nicholson any decade, um, but uh, honing in for you know the purpose of uh, this draft uh, would have been tough for me. I uh, hated not having him because he deserved to be represented, but um, like I said, it's just a tough choice. I mean, as I'm doing this fandom watch that I'm going to burn in hell for, I'm pretty sure, um, I'm just saying all the movies you guys are signing sounds better than my afternoon today. Just looking off. Um, next up, Kirk. Stole lemon from you. That uh, was going to be your pick. He so, did. Where um, are you going? You still need classics, 80s, classics, 80s 2010s? Yeah. Okay. And with Coho right behind you, I think you guys are pretty close on what you guys need, right? Yeah. yeah. I, we literally need all three of the same ones. Oh, so this could tell a lot <laughs> with what they picked. Mm -hmm. So. I'm hoping for Kirk, Kirk say, to steal one from Kyle. That's all I want. Just one. We'll see. He's like, shut the fuck up. Stop talking. No, I'm not. I feel, I feel very confident in all three eras draft boards. I'm like, whatever he takes, if it's something I want, I can find a pick that fits just as well. Says the person that just traded for David Carr and gave up three first-round picks in future. Games. Yeah, when I win the league, it's going to be worth the three-year buy-in I just paid, Cody. <laughs> okay, I'm going to buy-in. I'm going to go classics. Um, I'm going to go 50s James Stewart. Um, oh, shit. This is just the um, – I think this is the um, – I know I know what you're thinking, Coho, but I think you, you, your pick's going to be deeper. Mine's a little wider. Um, he's. I got a lot of the – you know, all the Hitchcock stuff there. Um, I got uh, Natty Moon Murder, Harvey, uh, Bell Book and Candle, a uh, bunch of really good westerns. Um, so uh, yeah, I feel like again, this is the this is an actor. This is why I was trying to narrow it down. Um, but I went with Breath. I still think there's some fantastic movies here. Um, but um, I just because of the number of movies here, I want to go with the 50s. 50s happen. Um, I did talk to Coho prior. I know where he's going to lean. When you said James Stewart, I was kind of excited because I thought you were going to yeah, steal. Yeah, you almost took it. You almost but, took the pick. But I will say, like, I, I mean, stand by it. You're, I mean, in other people's eyes, some of these are really great. My eyes, not so much overall. Um, I think Vertigo is bad. Um, maybe I don't, over I, 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 I don't love it either, but. Rear window. Rear window. Natty may murder. You also doesn't like a shit window either. You also have the greatest. Well, rear window is overrated. If we're sitting here and objectively, that movie makes no sense of why people like it as much as they do. Oh. It's, I still, I, I've went into objectively. You're wrong. I, I would hate to tell you all, but you're wrong. Um, uh, Anatomy for murder. Long, but I think he's a great actor. I think he's in some stuff. There's some stuff that I want to see from. Him that I haven't. And the problem is he just done so many fucking movies. He's done so many things. Like it's so hard to pair. Now this is one of those hard things for him. 
taking class A actors. So I went back and forth before deciding this. I was decided I was going to either make the sixth round classics where you have to pick a decade or 2020s where you think who's going to have the brightest star in the 2020s. I thought back and forth. I, I it's neither here nor there. I just kind of wanted. Uh, um, well, I just wanted Kirk to pick Forrest Q. Um, but it, um, <laughs> but overall, it's interesting. I know what I know where this is going to go next, so we'll see where that goes. But um, um, but yeah, I think that's really strong, especially in people's eyes. A lot of strong choices here. Overall, and that's what I'm going to. I mean, a lot of those aren't my personal favorites, but just as the like I said, the breath of the. Uh, I'm just surprised you didn't. Aaron, choose the so Aaron one. J got in your head. I understood. Aaron you didn't choose the one um, decade with like one of your favorite movies, so it's interesting for that. Um, but we're on to uh, okay, uh, Scott. Uh, thoughts on James Stewart from the fifties? Yeah, my number. This is my number two classics pick. I think it's the right pick for James Stewart. I do. I mean, Rear Window and Vertigo, absolutely amazing in my opinion. Um, the Man Who Knew Too Much is very good. I A movie that I've never seen but I hear is good is Winchester 73, which is the first movie that he did in the 50s. Um, so, you know, that's another one that I need to watch, but also contributes to it. Yeah, re- really great pick. I mean, like I said, it was just behind Bogart for me. So. I'm looking at another decade for him, and I think maybe you might be right, honestly. Kind of crazy. Um, Brian. Yeah, this is another one of those you look at them I and it's got a lot of, uh, you know, big, well-respected films, but a, a lot of them are not for me. I'm not a big Hitchcock fan, uh, things like that. You guys all have these older Westerns that I don't get into. Um, I really like Anatomy of a Murder. Um, Harvey, I actually enjoy, which I thought I would hate that movie just based on the concept of it, but actually kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, you know, great pick. It's not for me. Yeah. Uh... Brian. Oh, not Brian. Bowman. Yeah, I think this is another great pick. I think we'll we'll talk we'll see, but I I think this is a really good decade for Stewart. You get Rear Window, you get uh, a lot of movies that I think are really great. It's tough. It's tough for Stewart because I think he has two really good decades. I think he has really two good decades, but I'm trying. I'm putting them both in my look right now, and i think kirk might have a point we'll see we'll see it hasn't been picked so i can't say anything yet but i can talk about it after if it's picked or back to coho coho what is your yeah. fir- the close oh, you, out you, know, you don't want me to talk about stuart 50s at all or sure you can talk about stuart 50s. Yeah. he's your I second dev- favorite actor of all time yes i wrote stuart in the 50s down but the reason why i erased it is because while he has a lot of known movies you've seen the more you look at it the more that list of movies falls apart um the man who knew too much is one of hitchcock's lesser movies um, Bell Book and Candle is fun, but it's not like super great. Um, I think Harvey is fun. Um, the Great Show on Earth is terrible. Um, I think when you go through it, you have hits. You have quantity, and while there are, there's definitely quality in there. I don't know if it's his most quality decade. Um, I anyway. think the man that knew too much is. It's fine. People enjoy that. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's the worst Hitchcock no. movie I've seen. Second worst. You've seen Hitchcock fifty. Movie. You've seen fifteen. You've seen fifteen Jimmy Stewart. So I'll just keep. I've seen twenty Jimmy Stewart. Twenty out of one hundred fifty. Just stand by. Go ahead. Uh, yes, Harvey is great. It's fun, but it's yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh, thank you. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna make my 10s pick. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make a pick that I think, I don't know how many people had him on their minds, but uh, arguably should have won an Oscar this decade. Um, not arguably, should have won an Oscar this decade. Was nominated three times. Two of them are incredibly quality nominations that you could make arguments for. Um, had a great decade in franchises. Uh, I'm going to take Mark Ruffalo oh, no. for the 2010s. No. I think Mark Ruffalo in the 2010s is one of the most quality choices you can make. Um, I think that the breadth of his work is huge. You have Spotlight. Um, you have the kids aren't all or the kids are all right. You have Begin Again, which I think he's really really great playing a different kind of Mark Ruffalo character as a as a record label exec. Um, yeah, I think the more you break it down, yeah, you have him as the Hulk, and I think he's great as the Hulk, and that's a really fun franchise thing he gets to do. Um, but you also have things like uh, Dark Water uh, that people love. Uh, and Andrew Barr, people. people. Love uh, people, Scott Harvey, and Andrew Barr, love. Um, yeah, I just think Mark Ruffalo had an incredible decade, and three Oscar nominations really proved that, especially with the fact that he should have won in 2015. Um, so yeah, that'll be my that'll be my pick for this round. <sighs> Would it help? Um, that goes off here with him. Um, uh, computer died, didn't it, Kirk? Yes. Charges are important, people. Hopefully this lasts a minute. That's right. It was probably sub T. He probably unplugged it. Um, I think Ruffalo is a super strong choice. Um, I think he's in a lot of good movies. He's also in a lot of crap movies, if we're being honest with ourselves. Like, he does have some bad ones throughout those. Like, it, sure, but who does? I rewatched the Now You See Me's. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that first good. one's so fun. It's not good. I'm sorry. It's those are blinded. So they make magicians boring. It's kind of impressive. Oh, I, I think the first um, one's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this isn't your turn to talk anymore. So you can sorry. Um,. Uh, <laughs> uh, but overall, I mean, he just has a lot of Marvel. He's got a lot of heavy. I think he gives one of the most underrated performances in Shutter Island. Um, I think he's yes. really good in Shutter Island, um, especially at the end when the ending happens and he makes eye contact with Leo and he just like the panic that sets on. I think it's a really good actor. Um, but I think I think overall, this is interesting. This is like one of the first ones that is like really heavy franchise based of that. Um, you ain't going to get me to say anything bad about Spotlight. I think Spotlight's one of the greatest performances of all time. I think he should have won the Oscar for it. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, interesting. Kirk, you have next pick. How close were you to... Bye. You have 2010s available. Oh, well, shut up. 2010s, um, you had that. Uh, was Ruffalo on your board? He was not. This is not my Ruffalo is not my guy. I know a lot of people are high on him. Um, I am not. Uh, he has good movies. He has bad movies. But he was not somebody that I thought about for twenty ten. I just love Scott's like subtle head shakes. Like those are kind of my favorite moments. Uh, it's when he watches Guardian games. Um, uh, Recently, yes. Did you need twenty tens? Was Ruffalo on your board? Yeah, this was gonna. I was about to make it out of the draft completely clean because seventies. I'm safe on because nobody else can pick a seventies. All I had left otherwise was twenty tens, and I did not think that this was going to get taken because, like, he is my guy. Like, I love so many of these movies that are in here. Um, yeah. Margaret didn't get mentioned, which is a really interesting movie where he plays the bus driver. Um, yeah, I, I uh, I'm pretty pretty bummed I was this close to making it making it out of the draft uh, with you know most of my top picks protected but 
what can you do? Uh, you know, props to Coho. It was, it's a great pick. Uh, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, Brian. I think like Kirk Ruffalo's not my guy. I mean, the, the, the movies that I was talking about that they would pick him for, you know, the, the spotlights, the begin again, things like that. They're just kind of like that. Not big for me. And the ones that I would have, you know, even considered him for would be, you know, more like the, uh, all the MCU stuff he did and things like that. And I honestly think that when he's Mark Ruffalo, he's kind of the weakest part of some of those movies. I think I like him as big CG Hulk kicking ass. Um, so, I mean, while I, I like Ruffalo, he's fine, but I would never have picked him for 2010. Um, and uh, Boatman, I can't uh, remember your name for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is, this is a good decade. Uh, I think it was mentioned already, but I just want to reiterate again. He's really good and the kids are all right. And I like that movie more than most people. I, I really like Kids Are All Right. And yeah, Spotlight and the MCU, a lot of great performances this decade. Um, yeah, not seen that one yet. Excited to um, check it out at some point. Um, it, it had a, it, that movie has a lioness moment that I hope never gets brought back up, but it's, it, it exists because of that movie. Um, it was top 100, I think, uh, that we were out. Yeah. Uh, but, um, okay, yeah. so next. What? Nothing. Coho. You got a wild to your final pick. I do. I do. And I forgot to bring up our current draft board. Uh, oh. So you, you haven't done your draft. I'm also stalling because I, I, I'm debating between two people. Um, oh. That's called producer privileges. So you just get yes, put is. the draft and box I, on you in a second. Consi- considering that I was not supposed to be here today, did this as a favor, uh, I think I get a couple extra seconds. Oh. It's time to stop. Yeah, time to stop. It's not loading. Why is the draft board not loading? Well, you can just say your pick, and then you can update it later. Sure, I'll fix the draft board later. Um, I'm. I'm gonna talk this out a little bit. Um, I'm between. <laughs> I'm between two people. Oh, uh, that's away. Good lord. And they are, and they are, so diametrically opposed as to what they did this decade. One is. A lot of funny work, a lot of really good dramedy work, and probably the best work of their career as an actor. And the other one has some of the best performances in this person's career. And I think it's a better decade for them than the one that was already drafted tonight. So I'm kind of having a 50 50 argument moment. So, what the f does that mean? I don't know. I probably lost this draft already, so I'm probably I might just make the fuck it pick. Okay. Now nah, you know I'm gonna take Robert De Niro for the 1980s. Uh, Robert De Niro is gonna be a pick for the 1980s because you have in it you have Raging Bull, you have The King of Comedy, you have The Untouchables, uh, Midnight Run, Once Upon a Time in America. I think he ha- he goes on a better run. It he has less movies in the 80s than he does in the 90s, but that means that his m- more of his movies in the 80s are quality. He has. He has quality over quantity in the 80s. Brazil is a really strong performance out of him. Um, I think throughout the 80s, when you look at it, he has quality over quantity. I'm going to take De Niro for my 80s pick. It features two of the best performances of his career So, in that one decade. So. Wow. Oh, man. So I was always curious <laughs> if somebody picked two of the same actor and then had to put them up side by side. 
Definitely less movies. So you have that going for you. There's a movie on there that I've always wanted to check out that I have never checked out. It's it's True Confessions. It's him and Duvall. I think it's just a really interesting like film. Uh, it sounds like one. Um, he has one of the movies that I... He has a movie called Angel Heart from that um, from 87 that I really enjoyed the hell out of. Like, way more than I thought. Um, it's a it's a wild movie. It's wild. I think that's a really strong pick for A's. I'm gonna say like Midnight Run. I, there's some I haven't seen. I haven't seen Brazil because I think I'm just gonna hate that film. So I just probably stay away from that film. Um, there's some I haven't seen, but the does top Bobby, ones I don't Bobby, know. Okay, but what? I'm good. To, okay, I was just checking to see if Butman needed an '80s pick still, so I won't say what I was gonna say. I was just curious because Butman's the only person I think would take my other one. Um, so um, I just think I think I think. I understand Ranging Bull and King Comedy performance-wise, probably, but I don't know if I would give you that those two performances, in my opinion, or movies, in my opinion, are better than Goodfellas, Heat. Sure, but I would, I would Awakenings. say stacked, stacked with also The Untouchables and Midnight Run in Brazil, I think on movies, those are three also really you huge haven't seen Midnight Run. You have <laughs> not seen Midnight Run. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really. Well, interesting. My thing is, I think I, somebody fake until you make it on my left, baby. As somebody that watches Untouchable, the Untouchables, oh, and likes Untouchables oh, a lot, I think I think he's kind of like a character. <laughs> like his is the questionable well, pick in that. Oh. I think he's really great. The Untouchables, personally, I well, love how, how is he in Midnight Run? Uh, top ten all time. One of the greatest performances I have ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, uh, um, so we'll go here. Uh, we'll go Boatman. Since you have De Niro from the nineties, in consider, do you have to draft eighties, or are you done with eighties? I have to draft, draft eighties. So, both on the table, you clearly chose the nineties over the eighties because you had both available. Thoughts? Nineties just has the mega filmography for me. Like that's that's what it is. You, we can. <sighs> You know, say that 90s is, you know, has maybe more falters, but I'm judging based on the highs, not the lows. And I think 90s De Niro has the highest highs. And as somebody that's seen Midnight Run, I agree with you, but him just throwing it out there as like statements and facts. That okay, but to be fair, I want I wanted to know that Boatman over here is like, oh yeah, fucking. All of his hot takes on Magnolia and Tom Cruise and all this bullshit. I didn't say it once. Scott throws him out of the bus once, and then I make it. He goes, "You haven't seen Midnight Run." And I'm like, "Fuck you, dude! I have been defending you all night." Having seen a movie, I well, the fact say is, I've seen it. I just listed as a children. pro. Children. You said he's great in it. Shut the fuck up. Because you said it. Oh my god, this is not a counseling session between you two. Shut up. Um, and if you watch Midnight Run anyways, you'll probably watch it on two times speed, so it really doesn't matter at this point. Brian, your opinion on this pick. There was no danger of me taking 80s Robert De Niro. We'll just leave it. <laughs> okay. I mean, Ford, yeah, interesting. Uh, Scott? If uh, Ford and Nicholson had both been taken, then this would have been my pick. Um Simply, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of great movies in there, but uh, The Untouchables, you know, is an all-time favorite for me. So I kind of started there and worked backwards and said, hey, you know, there's some really good movie, other movies that also were in the 90s for De Niro. It's not a strong decade. I agree it's not De Niro's strongest decade, but um, if it had been there and, you know, some of my other picks had gotten taken, then um, I definitely would have gone for it. 
and this is just a side note before we get to Kirk. Um, listen, I know that everybody likes to go to the movie theater, but does everybody really just need to sacrifice their when inflation's this high to go see the rise of Gru? I'm really confused by some of these people that are still just going out and watching this film. Like, what? You know it's going to suck. What are we doing? The gentleman. I got, I got duped. I got tricked on mine. I'm still irritated. I'll tell you that story anyway, later. Still confused, but I saw Pace and Log, and I'm like, God. I can wait. Like, clearly, you can just wait till it comes out. Um, maybe it's good. I don't know. Uh, Kirk, uh, you're about to draft. You already took. Did you take it? You know, you needed 80s, right? Uh, yeah, I do still need 80s. Yes. So, what's he in consideration? Uh, he was not again because I just think of him more as other uh, decades. But I mean, it's still not a bad. It's not a terrible. Uh, it's not a terrible pick. There are some really solid movies in there. Up T. I, I follow you tea. on Letterbox. <laughs> you gave it two and a half stars. Please, I know. He's, I know that's a Kirk. I know that's a Kirk. He's five worse star. than me. He's worse I know than that's me. A Kirk five I'm, star, I'm, but... I'm Mike Hanley compared to Sub T. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he likes Crystal or Crystal Skull. Interesting. Uh, it's your pick. My pick. Okay, um, I'm going to go with my 2010s. And Don't do it, when, Kirk. When uh, Boatman said, or when uh, Coho was saying, it's somebody who was nominated multiple times that should have won. I was nervous because I thought he was going to take my pick. Uh, I'm going with Bradley Cooper for 2010. Okay. Um, I think he has the best split between like popcorn, uh, you know, blockbuster and prestige. You know, you you have Guardians, you have the Avengers stuff he was in, uh, but you also have Stars Board, you have Sil- Silver Lines Playbook, you have American Hustle, you have American Sniper. Um, you have some, you know, small movie like Burnt. Uh, you have a team, not the greatest movie in the world. He's a fantastic face. Oh yeah, he is, he's the best part of that movie. Um, so I really love. I know he's not somebody you, you necessarily think about a lot. Um, he's he's in the place behind the beyond the pines. They forgot about that one. Um, not a guy you think about a ton, maybe. But when when I sit down and look at it, what he's done this decade, um, he was great, and I'm glad to have him on the team. Aaron J doesn't normally make me laugh, but that one minute comment was pretty good. Good job, Aaron. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't disagree with this pick. I like this pick a lot. I think 2010s had the most opening. Um, uh, yeah, super strong. Um, the hangovers in there are the, kind of the misses for me. I think even Limitless, I think that movie's not great, but I still had a lot of fun like watching it. And I was yeah, it's not like Hangover Two is bad. Hangover Three has a little something. It's doing something different. You know what I mean? It's not great, but it's doing. It's it, Goodman's good in it. It will help if you just stop talking because I hate that fucking movie and I hate the second one. They literally were just like, I still give them credit. I still think they owe a lot of people money back because they literally did the same movie three times and made people pay for it. It's crazy. Um, but I think with Star is Born, I think Silver Lining, I think honestly he's one of the best like voice actors in the MCU, like in the MCU as a character, I think, and that's solely on his voice performance. He does a really good job with that. Um, I didn't watch the Mop movie, but I think he's really good in American Sniper. Um, I think overall the movie I don't love, but I think his performance is really good. American Hustle, he's super strong in. Um, yeah, and I again, A Team, not a great film. But some one of those weird movies I watched way too much because I was like graduating. I was like, "This is sweet." Rampage Jackson's in this. 
he's acting next to Rampage Jackson, you can tell, because he's outshining everybody. He's really good at that role. So I think it's a kind of smart, sneaky, smart, uh, smart pick. Um, next, uh, I mean, we'll go back to Coho. Do you have 2010s waiting, yeah. right? Do you still have that? No, I took mine. Was I took Cooper. Oh, okay. Was Cooper close? Yeah, Cooper was on my list. Cooper was in my top four names. Um, ultimately, why I didn't go with him is because I think if I'm comparing the lows of Ruffalo and Cooper, I think Cooper's two Hangover movies are worse than Ruffalo's two Now You See Me's. Um, which as my, and that might be just because of how much fun I have with the first Now You See Me. Um, that I think Ruffalo has, Ruffalo and Cooper have very high highs and obviously very similar franchise uh, roles. But I think when it comes down to the, the the lows, I think Cooper has a lot of mid to lows. Um, and you listed a couple of them as positives. Uh, whereas I think Ruffalo has only highs and like a couple small lows. So ultimately went that way. But I can't fault the fact Cooper's not only a great actor, but a great producer. So we just liked one of my reviews from a long time ago and their favorite movie is Morbius. It's really weird. I, wish I feel like I feel like I feel like Subti's entire thing is a meme. I feel like his whole letterbox is a meme. Um, Hangover Three is the best one, Aaron. Please seek help. Um, uh, uh, Boatman, thoughts on Cooper in the 2010s? No, this is a really good decade. I think when you think of like best 2010s actors, great. I think my thing is I think. Almost the performances are stronger than the movies necessarily for some of these, uh, but still good picks. Okay, um, Brian. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? <laughs> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, I was researching my next picks. I was like, um, he he was definitely on the list I was considering. Um, because because yeah, I mean you do get all the all the all the popcorn flicks with the you know Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. But he's done uh, a lot of great deep roles. I mean, you guys have already said it all. His Star is Born and American Hustle and, and American Sniper, which I, I didn't love that movie, but his performance is pretty good. Um, yeah, strong pick. I don't know if I give him directing for Star is Born as much as him on some people, but I really like his performance as, uh, as, in the movie as a performance. That's one thing I'll stand by. All right, Scott, uh, what are the two ones you have left? 2010s and 70s. Okay. So, um, what you got? Oh no, the draft sound is buffering. Oh, it backfired on me. Uh. All right, there we go. Um, you know, Ruffalo got stolen from me. However, I arguably might end up with an equally strong pick here, at least in my opinion. Uh, I'm going with Adam Driver for the 2010s. Um, just think about the directors that he worked with from front to back in the 2010s. He works with Spielberg on Lincoln. He works with the Coen brothers on Inside Lewin Davis. Um, you know, he works with uh, Martin Scorsese on Silence. He works with Soderbergh on Logan Lucky, which is a movie I love, and I think he's arguably the best part of the movie. Works with Spike Lee, Black Klansman. Fantastic movie, fantastic Oscar-nominated performance. He works with Bombeck four times in four great movies in Francis Ha, While We're Young, The Meyerowitz Stories, and Marriage Story. Um, you know, he gets nominated, obviously, for Marriage Story. He does Patterson, which is a Jim Jarmusch movie that I think is fantastic. 
two really good Star Wars movies with uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Um, what What If is one that people really like. I'm not as high on it, but um, I know a lot of people love it. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, when you start going through it, it's like, wow. I mean, and he, he just continues to, to work, you know, with all the, you know, biggest directors, honestly. Um, you know, obviously he did all the Ridley Scott movies last year, but um, he's a, he's a great actor. I think arguably his best is yet to come. But when you look at his 2010s roster, it's just like absolutely stacked front to back. Um, maybe he's not always the lead in all of these movies, but the quality of the movies and the people that he's working with are really, really strong. Yeah. Um, I do like your selling point. You know, you listed all the people that he surrounds himself with at first. Um, I think that's a strong take, but look at all the directors he works with. Um, this is like the countdown. The countdown's on for him when he wins his Oscar, like, because we know it's coming. I think he's one of those actors that is just a movie away. Um, you mentioned a lot of movies I really enjoy. Um, I think as a rewatch of Mary's Story, I think he's really good. I think it's a little overhyped as a movie. But overall, I think it's good. Um, I... I'll give you Force Awakens, but I think those other two movies are god-awful. Um, but that's besides the point. I think Black Klansman, he's super strong in. Logan Lucky, Silence, I think he's got strong. I maybe not understood how deep of a run he has until I looked at it like in front of me. And he does. I mean, What If? I love What If. I think it's one of the best rom-coms of the 2010s. Um, or of time because i really just i really love that movie um and he's one of the funniest pieces of it uh the marowitz stories i love that as well um while we were young i like that movie a ton too um which yeah. i know noah bomback me don't normally see eye to eye that much uh like francis ha but um yeah i think that's a really strong 2010s actor i think that i think that that's the one if i would have done 20 20s and on who would have the strongest career he's a clear one like almost one yeah. one at that point like he's one of those people that have that potential so uh maybe better than ruffalo that's crazy i don't know if i, I don't know but it's close now that i look at it it's crazy um brian what <laughs> what did you say that's the rise of skywalker really does it for you huh uh yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. Um, Synecdoche, New York, really does it for you. Huh? <laughs> uh, that doesn't work for you because you like that movie a lot, bud. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you were part oh. of the. Oh, oh. The I thought it was oh, you, Bella, and Barb there. Like, New York. Anyways, oh, Brian. Yeah. Right. Thoughts? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Marco. Uh, I'm sorry, Marco. Uh, Adam Driver is one of those actors who, who, like you said, he's he's gonna win an uh, Oscar eventually, and he kind of started out. I mean. I like that he's so different in all his roles. I mean, you can do something like, you know, uh, a serious one like Marriage Story or, or even in House of Gucci where he's using a goofy accent, but, you know, well, it's not this decade. But, um, but I mean, obviously he's done his mainstream stuff with the Star Wars movies. Uh, my favorite of his, though, is actually uh, This Is Where I Leave You. I think that that is a phenomenal movie with a phenomenal cast top to bottom, and he is one of the best things about it. Love that movie. Yeah, I didn't I mention it, but I know a lot of people people like it. I don't really enjoy it, but yeah, I know, I know it's not one of your favorites. But... Yeah. <laughs> when you said <laughs> don't really don't really enjoy it, you gave it one star. <laughs> I assume you did not. I'm trying to be it. diplomatic. Okay. 
for me because I have such opposing opinions of everybody that my picks are all safe. Yeah. When Scott gives a one star, like that's a, that's an impressive thing. Uh, Bowman, thoughts on Driver? I hear you don't like the guy very much. I don't think you're a fan. Thoughts? That was the news reports that just broke. It was a source that said that. Thoughts? Muted. muted. Still muted. 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 Still muted. Still muted. <laughs> I was gonna let him keep going. It was really fun. <laughs> I'm not like. I, I I don't dislike Driver. I like Driver in a lot of things. I think he's great in like Marriage Story. I'm not like a Driver stan or anything, but dude has a lot of good things. I really like him in like Black Klansman. I think he's great in that. I actually think he deserved an Oscar for that. And I also really like him in Logan Lucky. Uh, I think he's super funny in Logan Lucky. I, I like him when he gets to comedy stuff. I don't love This Is Where I Leave You, but I think he's the best part of it. Coho. You took Ruffalo. You stole. You stole Ruffalo from him. Now, hearing the arguments, do you regret your decision of not taking Driver? Because I think you were between Driver. I I was between Ruffalo and Driver. Um, but the reason why I ultimately went one way over the other is that the criteria was picking the movies who has the better run of movies, and I would take Ruffalo. Um, though I think Driver is better in his movies most often than not than Ruffalo is in his. I think that's because Driver makes bad movies watchable because he's a great actor but then you also have to look at the thing like he has like the report which i think is like a really boring bad movie but he's like great in it if it was based off performances like who has the best performance in the 2010s i driver would probably be my pick in that case because he elevates a lot of dog shit (laughs) um i mean i don't know if you're gonna go to bat too much for jay edgar or gaby in the 2010s for adam driver in terms of shit that he was in jay Uh, because he's because he's He's been in some shit in the early 2010s, um, like real bad stuff. Uh, I, I don't think anyone has taken a person on this panel who has been in anything as offensive as Gaby. Uh, but I think that... Um, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> and, um, uh, but no, I like Driver a lot. I love him and This Is Where I Leave You. That's like a really recent, fresh movie for me that I didn't expect to like really love and ended up walking away with a lot of like positive emotions from. And he's... So great. Two great comedic performances in that year with that and what if just Adam Driver. Great actor. Great great choice. But Kirk. I, I um thoughts on because you just took Cooper. Any thoughts for Ruffalo? Yeah, I don't I, Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pick. Um I, I see I, I would say um that if we did this draft ten years from now. I think I feel confident penciling in Adam Driver is my twenty twenty pick because I think he's on a really good trajectory. Um, I don't know if the 2010s were the, he, he was the best of the 2010s. Um, but I think if he keeps on the, the pace he's on, um, he's going to have a really good 2020, you know, 2020s and beyond. So, um, I like the look of the kid. I'm just not ready to bring him on. You know, we'll, we'll have him play some double A ball for a while before we bring him up to the bigs. I'm really interested to see because the battle of the two from silence of who has the stronger 2020 and the 2020s and 23rd because I think Garfield and him both are on like lightning but we're going to see their names and what projects they decline and what projects they say yes to will dictate a lot of what they do because I think driver both both are going to win an Oscar within the next both are going to win an Oscar within like the next 10 20 years like both are Oscar winners in the making yeah it's just interesting where they go from there um, okay, Brian, what's your pick? All right. Um, 
Well, I have the last pick in both the 2010s and the 90s. Um, What's the bigger say, steal at the end? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to save what, what I think will be my clincher for the end, which will be my 90s pick. So I'm going to go with the 2010s. Um, I kind of knew most people would go more the prestigious roles, things like that. Obviously, I, I think my first pick would have been Leonardo DiCaprio if he'd been all around. <laughs> Um, but instead, I'm, I'm going to use this pick uh, almost purely just for popcorn entertainment. Um, I'm actually going to pick Chris Evans in the 2010s um, because with Chris Evans, I get not only, you know, four Avengers movies, three Captain America movies, as well as, you know, like four or five other MCU movies on top of that. Um, I get Knives Out, which is a phenomenal uh, a cast assembled there. Um, I get Snowpiercer uh, Gifted. I thought was a great drama he was in. He has a fun rom-com with What's Your Number? The Losers, I enjoy, and I think he's the best part of it. I think he's a lot of fun in that movie. Uh, he directs a movie that's in that decade with a movie Before you, before We Go. Um, and then there's another movie he's in that I won't mention due to the judge, but, you know, it's a great director. I'm trying to figure you, you out. Can, you can say there. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, Brian. It's okay. <laughs> it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. You know what? Like, that's the thing. That's the thing that you had to draw, like, figure out going into this of, like, is it movie quality or performance-based? If it's performance, yeah, you probably don't get too much, like, opinion. But, like, overall movie quality, I mean, I liked Gifted. I watched Gifted. I enjoyed it. I, I saw the eye rolls from Coho because he's trying to, you know, win the thing at the end, and it's totally fair. But not, I thought that was uh-huh i thought it was super strong but i think overall when i look at them of his movies and if you're tired of the mcu or you're bored by the mcu that's totally fair and you're totally justified in that but i think his he has strong strong uh stuff and it, it's performances that I, I think he carried the same thing throughout like he didn't like phone it in like certain actors were in there um i think snowpiercer is a really great choice too I don't think that's a terrible pick. I think why everybody else is going prestigious or winning Oscars, I think you went for fun value, and I think that's not a terrible pick at the very end. Um, yeah. Some of my favorite movies. I mean, he's he's in my second favorite MCU movie. Third favorite MCU movie is Captain America Winter Soldier. I think that movie is absolutely insane. I love it. I think it can stand by itself. So, um, good choice. I know the rest of them will have the same opinion, like, eh, whatever. I'm like, no, thank you. But, hey, I think there's value. Um, Scott, thoughts on Chris Evans? You had, a, like, a facial reaction when he did yeah. take it. So. I mean, look, look, I, I respect – I mean, look, I was here prepared to take Ruffalo, who is in a bunch of MCU movies, too. So I can't, you know, really say anything about that. I mean, there, you know, there were some good MCU movies in the 2010s. There were some not good ones. Um Knives Out is probably the best movie that he was in in the 2010s, you know, between that and Endgame probably. But, um, yeah, Snowpiercer I like too. It's a solid pick. He just doesn't have enough outside of the MCU stuff for me to, like, you know, for, for me to pick from the heart and choose him. That's fair. Um, Kirk, thoughts? Um, I was going to say something, but it might give – Something away. <laughs> um, well, no, this is this is the last 2010s pick, right? Yes. Is, is that was the last yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll say. It. Um, he would probably be my second Chris by a hair. It would go. Um, I think I'd go Hemsworth. Then it'd be toss up between him and Pine, and then Pratt. 
but uh, no, I mean, it's again, I looked at him when I was looking at Cooper uh, for a lot of the same reasons. I didn't see Cooper had some of the more, you know, uh, serious movies. Uh, you know, that part of his resume is a little stronger. Um, but the guy's a solid actor. Um, he's not just Captain America. He can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And he, he's another guy 10 years from now. Let's talk. Um, I think his, his filmography is going to get stronger. Uh-huh. I just want to say, I think uh, oh. Chris Messina would probably beat out uh, Chris Hemsworth for me if we're just <laughs> ranking Chris's. Uh, it's, uh, or not Hemsworth, uh, Pratt. I meant to say Pratt. He would beat out Pratt. Uh, uh, mostly what these two guys have said, uh, well, I think picking someone who's been a blockbuster name in the decade is not a bad choice. And I think Chris Evans is a fine actor who's got a couple things. Like, I really love Knives Out. I'm not going to smirch Knives Out. You're not going to catch me saying a bad thing about Knives Out. Uh, but I I think Ruffalo does for me what Evans can't, which is I get all the big blockbusters that I want and all the prestige great extra movies that I want out of it too. So I I, I got what, what Evans would essentially give me in spades plus what a driver or a Cooper could also give me. So. Um, Boatman. Yeah, uh, I, I think Evans, I think wait for the 2020s and he's going to be one of the obvious picks of the 2020s once we get to like the end of this decade. Because I think his career is going to be going in a really interesting direction now that he's not you know, contractually obligated to do the MC movies, which he was great in. But I think he he's always seemed to me like one of those guys who just has a lot of interesting stuff in him. And it'll be it'll be exciting to see. I don't know why necessarily 2010s, but there's some good like I, I really enjoy his performance in Scott Pilgrim. I think he's really funny in that. Well you didn't help your Um uh go ahead um Boat. I didn't um, say the movie was great. I just said he's funny. Close out, close out your the round till we get okay. to the uh, I'm gonna close out the round uh, with my 80s pick. Uh, I don't know if this is one that people would necessarily expect, but this is a smaller filmography. But what he's got in there, I think, is really great movies. I'm going with 80s William Hurt. Oh, I okay. I thought you're going with the other. I, you're the only person that I thought would take my you other. Thought pick. I was going to go with the other broadcast newscast member, buddy. That was the one I was fighting hard with. I almost took that one. So no, I you see. I considered it, but I really think '80s William Hurt has a really good filmography because you get broadcast news, you get uh, you get The Big Chill, which is an amazing film. You get Children of a Lesser God. You get Kiss of the Spider Woman. Uh, you get uh, the external tourists, and I haven't seen Altered States, but I've heard nothing but like amazing things about that movie. Uh, again, smaller filmography, but I think it's just knock out of the park. Like I really like the big chill, and obviously love broadcast news. Yeah, this is one of the most puzzling picks of the night for me. I'm just gonna be honest, and that hurts you from the person judging because I have not it seen a ton. <laughs> yeah, um, it hurts you because I haven't seen a ton of the films. Um, the two that I've seen is Broadcast News and Kiss of, which I think are strong, strong. Uh, well, I think oh, movies-wise, Broadcast News, but Kiss of the Spider Woman is not my kind of movie at all. Um, uh, I'm just, 
But the rest are like the ones you haven't seen are like the really, really good ones. Like the big chill is so good. It is. Yeah. I, I didn't scout this. I think I would. Um, I'll, I'll grant you that one. I think I just think there's better people from the 80s. I think you just overlooked or missed out on. Like, I don't know. We are under. The fireworks should be illegal. I'm just throwing this out there right now. They should be illegal. They're still happening in my town. That feels like I'm under a mortar strike. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Hey, that's going with your heart or your gut and study brain in that pick. I think there's better choices. So I think Albert Brooks would have had a better choice because I have not seen, I've seen at least some of this movie. Um, uh, okay, we'll go to Brian first. Um, any thoughts on uh, William Hurt in the second? Um, not really a thought, Todd. I mean, I've, I've seen a few of the movies like you. I haven't seen a lot of them. Um, I, I think he's a good actor, uh, but none of these were ones that jumped out as me as the ones I would pick for my 80s pick. Um, Coho. Yeah, I legitimately wrote this name down having seen only broadcast news um, because I looked at the movies in here and I recognized all these and I'd heard great things about all these. And while it's smaller, I almost took it. But the reason why I didn't is because that'd be fucking lying to myself and I'd have to argue off of just broadcast news. Um, so I erased it and ended up going down for something else. So, yeah. Hold Hold on. You paint a bunch of bullshit and throw it out there and make it a fact. What do you mean? But you're telling me that you looked up William Hurt's filmography from the 80s when deciding this list, saw yes. the total of like eight films and said, I've seen broadcast news, but I've heard the others and I considered it? I literally wrote down Hurt's name fourth on my board. He was nominated for like four Oscars out of the eight. Like that's a name that when I thought about people who repeat at Oscars and are big in the 80s, William Hurt in the 80s is a name I legitimately considered. I've heard of all of them. I've heard great things about all of them. I've only seen one. So also, he knew it was on Boat's list, so we wanted to try and take that, too. Boat actually did not bring up William Hurt last night, okay. but I figured that would that be. Is, that is delusional. I think that's crazy to me. Whatever. If we're just going by word of mouth and what we're picking, just word of mouth. That's why I, I erased it. I think arguably, no offense to Boatman, but like again, me as judge, take it or what you want. And don't care about wins, but this is one of the this is one of the most out there picks I've ever seen. I I really don't think you can hit on me because you haven't seen these movies. You know, you you are willing for Coho to go watch the entirety of Fandom, watch the William Hurt movies before you pin this on me. I'm just saying, when you're working on a draft and you're doing your thing, and you have you you. Funny coming from the guy that started the round with <laughs> literally moving around landmines by saying certain movies that knew that I would have a problem with it, and then you picked one that I've seen total of two films from the decade. That's just a weird choice. You don't Boatman. have to win on it. You're fine. I just think it's weird. Bowman, go rank all the William Hurt movies wrong, and then Cody will watch them. No, because he'll watch them at normal speed. Um... And then rank them in order, um, in the correct order. I, I still reach out if you need this. Um, yeah, don't panic. Do your own thing. I'm just saying that you, at the end of the night, if you don't win, you can't be angry because you picked something that I'm not taking. That's just all I'm saying. Um, Kirk, thoughts on William Hurt? Um, I just haven't seen enough of his 80s work to really, you know, consider it or judge the pick. Um, Scott. 
Um, I've only seen broadcast news and the big chill. I love the big chill. I like broadcast news. So I couldn't pick it just because I haven't seen enough. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have heard of, you know, several of these movies and that I, I hear good things about them. So I don't think it's a crazy pick or anything. I just don't know where we are because I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm not living under a rock and don't listen to actor. But some of these movies have never even crossed, like, anybody talking even in this community about these. So, like, I don't think I'm crazy. God? No. The, I've talked no to one. The movie that, that Marley Matlin Marley won her Oscar for. Marley Matlin's Oscar win. You and I have literally talked I've about that. I've heard many great things about Chosen Willis. Well, maybe I change you out on that one, but I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I just think uh, overall, Bo, Bro, Coho is going to throw this on his list because he's seen broadcast news. That's not. That's that's. I wrote his not. name down. He's the third no best in this movie. movie. In I broadcast agree. news, he's the third best. Like he's not I even agree, the best. One. Like, the, what? The, the, the criteria you set up. You got one round to go. Yeah. You get one more round. Go ahead, Bowman. Oh, you Take your next. Right. I think I the bots oh. are here. <laughs> Yay! Oh great! <laughs> oh no! All right, I think I'm. Oh, am I good to? Yeah, we're good to go. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna redeem myself a little bit here because uh, I now make my 2000s pick. Uh, this is the last 2000s pick overall, and I'm going with George Clooney. I think you get a lot of great movies with George Clooney. You get the Ocean's movies. Uh, you also get Oh Brother Where Art Thou, my favorite Coen's movie. You also get Burn After Reading, another great Coen's movie, and All Cruelty, which I know not everybody loves, but I actually think is a good movie. Uh, you get Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is fun. You get Up in the Air. You get Michael Clayton, which Michael Clayton is baller. Uh, yeah, I think you get a lot of great movies with Clooney, and you get the Ocean's movies, which I think are all really enjoyable. Yeah. I love that we literally traded the two we talked about last night. I mean, <laughs> we're going to talk to Michael <laughs> Frank Langella. For, uh, who is the, who's the person from um, Tom Wilkinson from Michael Clayton, the correct person. That um, yeah, I think this is a really strong thing. I've seen um, a lot of these movies, so I have opinions on these. Um, uh, I don't know what the good German is about, but I hear good things about it. Um, uh, no, no, Brian. Um, he worked a lot in the 2000s. He had a lot of different choices, but I think it's tops. Again, it's Battle of the Ocean movies, basically what Pitt versus Clooney at this point, and like what ranks higher because they're they shared a lot of films. So, like, that's interesting to see. Um, if it was up to somebody on this panel, uh, Clooney would have an Oscar for Up in the Air for like every Academy Award ever because it's one of the greatest movies ever walking, but I think the movie's fine. I know. <laughs> um, we'll go uh, Coho thoughts on Clooney in 2000s. Legitimately my number two, Hoffman Clooney. Um, literally last night I, I brought up Clooney on call uh, about the 2000s of being an actor that I love. Uh, I love his filmography from the 2000s. Um, I think the only movie I've seen him in where I'm like, oof, is the one he won his Oscar for in Syriana. Like, I do not like that movie, and I think he's not good in that movie. Um, so is Clooney and Spy Kids? Yeah, yeah he's the, the president Bible. of the he's United the States. It's a small, it's a bit. Oh, he's oh my on God, screen that, and tells them where to go. That's what he does. That just that literally just made these go down like ten times. Like I, this um, is a terrible fucking choice. I oh I God. love the first one is good. And the I, no, it's not. 
I love I love Clooney's filmography from this decade. I think he just he played with a lot of directors and like and played a lot of interesting parts. And like when you're thinking about movie stars of the 2000s, I think Clooney was a box office draw and a great actor um, in this decade. I think it's his best decade consistently. Um, and I love George Clooney. He's one of my favorite actors. So yeah, I, I, I considered it heavily. So this is a great, great choice. Um, Kirk. Um, Tilda Swinton's the best part about Michael Clayton. And I don't, um, she's so good. It's it crazy. <laughs> no one, um, no one yeah. believes that. Oh, no. She's got, she's got to the Oscar for it. Um, she didn't deserve uh, it. Oh, Did are not? you kidding me? Oh, Kate Blanchett is way better in the same class, buddy. Go watch that final scene of Michael Clayton. There's like five seconds. I would never say somebody earned an Oscar in five seconds. She does it. Anyway, I'm not a huge Clooney fan. I think a ton of these movies are overrated. Shot. So uh, I'm good. I hate that. I hate that take. She's not an Oscar. <laughs> so good. No, I'm not. Uh, did anyone say good night and good luck? Because I love that movie. Uh, He's so he good. Is Bowman frozen or does he just should have won Best Picture and Best Director? He's alive. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. I think he might be frozen. To be honest, oh no, he's not. That was close. He almost got five second Oscar win. But is good. Anytime he works with Soderbergh is good. Yeah, I think I would slightly give the edge to Pitt, obviously because I picked him. But in terms of you know Ocean's actors, like they both have a really strong. Uh, supporting filmography around the Oceans movie. So, um, Brian, yeah, no, Clooney's, Clooney's <laughs> a good actor, and, and especially when she got in the 2000s, because I remember seeing an interview with him after he did uh, Batman and Robin, and he's like, Say what you will about that film, but you know, afterwards, I met with my accountant and basically said, Where do I stand? and he said, You don't ever have to make a movie again if you don't want to. And so, he's he said at that point on, he could just start making the things he wanted to make instead of worrying about. Paychecks and money and thing, and you can see that because he started working with a baller. Yeah, right. didn't want to make Batman and Robin. What's wrong? He, with he that? starts surrounding himself with great directors and, and actors. You know, starting in the late nineties, like you know, out of sight. We got with Soderbergh, and that obviously led to like the Ocean's movies and things like that. And he obviously has a lot of great actors he likes to work with. He's worked with repeatedly. Um, a ton of good movies in that decade. There's only out of what twenty-ish movies, he's only got you know a couple stinkers. Good Germans, one of them. I would not recommend it. Um, but yeah, strong pick. Classic cheating allegation in Warzone, and, and not Warzone. In football. What's the no. good German about? Um, right, people metal. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay, Brian, close it out. All right. So, uh, I have left over the '90s, which the '90s is one of those. Obviously, it's kind of my favorite decade in film, and so I had a lot to pick from. Um, I managed to find uh, the one person I know who worked with all the best directors was in so many of the best films worked with all the best actors uh across the board it's a success after success somebody who's both quality and quantity and that is samuel l jackson in the 1990s um samuel jackson in the 90s i mean you have tarantino what i still think is still his best with pulp fiction as well as jackie brown which he was the best part of you have goodfellas with martin scorsese you have spielberg with jurassic park he gets to be in a diehard movie and he was a ton of fun in that one uh, True Romance, a great ensemble with Tony Scott, written also by Tarantino. You got the aforementioned Out of Sight, which I think is Soderbergh's best one, in my opinion. A Time to Kill, which is Joel Schumacher's uh, best, still, in my opinion. Menace to Society, uh, he gets to recite some good Shane Black dialogue in Long Kiss Goodnight, The Negotiator. You got a couple Spike Lee movies in there. 
Uh, you get to, and then you get to watch Muhammad up and just get eaten by a shark in deep blue sea. And that's not even touching on the other, you know, 30 movies he's got that decade. It's just top to bottom. He has got hit after hit after hit. Paul Thomas Anderson, not my kind of thing. We got heart eight if you're a PTA guy. Uh, and of course, Star Wars episode one, uh, which, you know, not a great film, but he's not, he's one of the best parts of it. And he's just kick ass as, you know, basically Samuel Jackson as a Jedi. Um, but you cannot argue that someone uh, had a, more successful decade than he had here with just the depth of the hits he has, the quantity of the hits he has and the people he got to work with. That's crazy. That's a really good pick for the end of the nineties. Like I think everybody has hits or misses. He has, he has a similar to like a De Niro that did a ton of things, but he's in a lot of good movies and he's a lot of good parts of them. That's crazy. Good choice. Really good choice. I like that pick a lot. Um, you had me at Pulp Fiction. I didn't need to listen to anything really else. Um, but yeah, really good choice. Um, uh, Bowman, thoughts on Samuel L. Jackson in the 90s? Yeah, uh, I considered him and then forgot about him when I realized that we were going movies, not performances. And but, like I got De Niro, which is yeah. kind of similar big. So I'm okay. I just think, yeah, because you got De Niro in the very first round of that pick, and, he, and 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 this is what the draft is all about. He gets it at the sixth round. That's crazy. Um, Coho, thoughts on Samuel Jackson? Poke holes all what, three and say it's terrible. What an absolute, what an absolute steal. Uh, that's an absolute steal. I didn't even think about him because he's just got so many movies in so many decades that you could have really taken him in almost any decade and had this been like, oh, yeah, what a steal. But, like, especially in the 90s where, like, he's in – Jurassic Park, and you like kind of forget he was in Jurassic Park because there's so many other things about that movie they remember. And Goodfellas, yeah, and like, uh, and like Pulp Fiction and all the Tarantinos he does. Um, yeah, I think that's an absolute that's the steal of the draft, and I commend Brian hard. Well, I was gonna take it around two or three, but then everybody else took their 90s, so I'm like, oh, I can wait now. (laughs) And then Samuel and Samuel Jackson was also not suspended for the first six games of the season, like your 90s pick. Okay, but my 90s pick is gonna throw for 10,000 yards in his career, so and we both get the negotiator. There you go. Um, uh, Kirk, thoughts? Yeah, um, see, the thing with Sam Jackson, he's a name that came up. But I didn't think about 90s Sam Jackson. I thought about like late, because I disagree with Coho. I think you had 2000, 2010s, are so, when he started just doing every script they threw at him, I think there's just too much crap that bogs his filmography down. But the 90s is clean. And I wish I would have thought about that deeper and gone back a little deeper and looked at that. Because um, that's, that. yeah, this is a huge steal. That's a really good pick. And Scott. Um. Robert Forster is the best part of Jackie Brown. Otherwise, I agree with everything that Ryan said for the most part. Um, all right, Scott, your pick. All right, one last time. Hold on, wait for it. Uh, 70s I have left, and I'm taking another Robert, Robert Redford. Oh. Um, he's got a lot of solid movies in the decade. I mean, one of my favorite older actors for sure. Um, he has a really strong 72 with Jeremiah Johnson, the candidate and the hot rock. If people haven't seen the hot rock, that's a super fun heist movie. I definitely recommend that one. Um, the sting, obviously best picture winner, um, three days of the condor, all the president's men, 
A Bridge Too Far. Um, a lot of really great movies in there. I mean, again, All the President's Men, um, one of my favorites. I really like um, The Sting, The Hot Rock. I haven't seen Three Days at the Condor in a long time, but I really liked it um, when I saw it. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's probably his best decade. Um, but, you know, he's he's been doing great work for a long time. Um. Just to keep it fair and even, and not that I'm just picking on a certain person, I've only seen four of these movies, so it's I have to weigh it with what I've seen and what I can, you know. I've heard great things. I have seen three of his main films. I've seen uh, All the President's Men, The Sting, and Three Days of the Condor. And I've seen The Candidate. I think Three Days of the Condor is really good. I think it's super strong. I like that movie a ton. Um, it inspired... Uh, um, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, I think it's just a brilliant, brilliant film. Um, I don't know if it's the best decade, but again, I'm I'm not very versed on Robert Redford as an actor overall. Um, so Coho make a list of that and then piss me off when I'm gonna watch his movies too. Um, um but yeah. Um uh, we'll go to uh Brian thoughts on Redford in the seventies. It's one of those who, uh, you know, had a great decade there. But it, again, kind of like you said, I, I've only seen a couple of his films. I think I've seen maybe three, maybe four of the films he did that decade. But the ones I have seen were phenomenal. So it's a, it's a good pick. Bowman. Yeah, I would say that his 70s is fantastic. Uh, I don't know if Scott mentioned The Candidate or I just didn't hear him. Okay, yeah. Like The yeah. Candidate is a great one, obviously. I'll take any love for the sting that we can get. Three Days of Condor. Yeah, I, I think. And for talking filmography, fantastic. Coho? Yeah, this was a name on my board. Um, I think he's great in the sting. Um, that's like his only acting Oscar nomination for a reason. He's brilliant. Should have been nominated more. I think he's great in the candidate. He's great in all the presidents, man. Um, I am really shocked Nicholson in the 70s is not getting taken for this because just from the sheer number of movies that man made where he was like that are like classic legendary films from the 70s it's kind of nuts but I can't begrudge Redford being taken because I think he's a terrific actor I love Robert Redford in most things so yeah I can I cannot begrudge the pick um Kirk uh, Hackman's the 70s actor. I'm surprised it didn't go, uh, but Redford was definitely on my uh, short list. That's a good pick. Yeah, I'm really I'm really surprised by um, that Hackman. I thought Hackman was the one everybody was circling at some point, um, but never went because um, apparently, you know, French Connection, you know, it's not a good movie. I'm sorry. Um, uh we have two different. We're from two different parts of this. The bad is the same thing as you know what you said. Um, it's bad. Right? Uh, Kirk, uh, your last pick of the night. Oh man, I had two names on the board for the '80s, and I assumed one would get taken to make my choice easier, but didn't. So uh, I'm going to have to make a choice here. So you didn't um, have William Hurt as your '80s pick. I did not. Surprisingly, um, my '80s pick is going to be an actor who already got picked once tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with 1980s Tom Cruise. Um, great, great choice. The, 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 the filmography isn't as broad as it is in the later decades, but I'm looking at this. It's crazy what he did, because if you look at 83, he did All the Right Moves, The Outsiders, Risky Business, three really solid teen movies. 
Uh, 86, he does his big action movie with Top Gun. And then 88, he's doing Rain Man. So he did, he, he his career arc, he did in five years what it takes most actors 10, 15, 20 to do. He went from like teen sex comedies to like the prestige Oscar bait. You know, he also did a couple years later, he did Born Fourth of July. In between, he has Color of Money. He has Young Guns. Um, so he, he he had, again, it's not the widest filmography, um, but there's a lot of, I mean, uh, alone, Top Gun, Brain Man, uh, Color of Money are just sick. And like I said, you, you attack on some of those other ones. Um, it's a really strong start to his career. That's a strong, when they're back to back, like when you have 80s, 90s, it's really hard. Yeah. I guess, especially what Cruz, I guess he started doing, he did some great, great choices overall. I just think it's like crazy to think. Um, I think, I think he probably has more 90s movies that I enjoy more overall, but I think it's a really strong 80s pick overall because I think that's where he starts to start him. Um, I think he's great. I think, like, um, Man gave Top Gun one star. Uh, <laughs> love something. My favorite movie. Um, uh, he was he was right too. To be honest, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the summer. I'm pretty sure he gets that right. Let's um, argue. He's making. I guarantee it. Uh, wow. Uh, but I think I think Dustin Hoffman gets a lot of credit for Rain, uh, Rain Man, but I think Cruz is incredible in that film. I think he's absolutely he like great. Um, I'm not a big fan of Risky Business. Like I don't think that movie is that great. But um, sorry, sorry, Scott. <laughs> I, I I I slid one time in my socks and not broke my elbow. Um, color of money, um, born as much as stuff like that. Good choices. I would I, I would, I would say I, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Cruz as an actor, but I think Rain Man and Color of Money are two of his strongest performances. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not. Um, yeah, I think they like Top Gun Maverick because I think that's apparently one of the greatest things so to happen. Right. I need to see it, but. Um, yeah, uh, we'll go. Uh, Brian, thoughts on Cruise? Uh, Scott, thoughts on Cruise in the 80s because you had 90s. I'm, so, yeah, I'm not going to begrudge anyone for taking Cruise in any decade. I mean, he has my top actor, so I think it's a great pick. I love Risky Business. I just watched The Color of Money, which is obviously great. Um, you know, really solid, uh, you know, group here. Although, of course, I do think the 90s are better. Uh, Brian. Yeah, it was on my list. Uh, I, I had uh, basically I only had four people down for the 80s. Uh, and then I took Harrison Ford first, so it wasn't really an issue. But but Tom Cruise was definitely on my list um, based on it's basically everything Kirk Hardy said. Um, Boat. Yeah, I think that um, there's just a little too much teeny bopper stuff in here that I think don't work until he gets good. Like, I think he starts getting good tail end of the decade. I don't know. Coho. I wrote Cruz's name down, um, but I have only seen his two 86 movies, which I wrote them down based off of Top Gun and Color of Money alone because I think those are two great ones. I have not – I mean, when you think I, – I don't love Top Gun, but I think it's fun. But I think he's great in the Color of Money. And, like, when you look at what he did that decade, he worked with Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese, Tony Scott, Oliver Stone – the caliber of people he works with in that decade is enough that if I had seen them, I would have probably picked it, but I've only seen two, so I erased it. 
That was my absolute favorite thing. I've seen two movies, but I almost picked it just on two. That's crazy. I wrote, it, I wrote it on the draft board, but I, I, I hate you. Know. I hate you. Um, okay, close out the night. Jimmy Stewart, 1940s. Um, I think that Jimmy Stewart in the 40s is quality over quantity. Um, he makes a ton of movies in it, but I think that in that decade, you have It's a Wonderful Life, The Philadelphia Story. I think you have Rope, which is one of the better Hitchcock movies. I like that one a lot. Um, maybe not as much as Rear Window personally, but I think that going toe for toe with a lot of the Hitchcocks there, I'll take the one really, really good Hitchcock versus one great Hitchcock and then a couple of hit or miss Hitchcocks. Um, and then while Harvey is fun, he kind of evens that right back out with the shop around the corner, which I think is also super whimsical and fun. And you get a really charming performance out of him. Um, and it's like a great sweet rom-com. The Philadelphia story is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I think Stuart is great in it and you get to see him play off with Grant and Hepburn. It's so funny. Um, I love the Philadelphia story. That's like an all timer. Um, I think, and obviously it's a wonderful life. It's just like, arguably the best movie he's ever been in um i think it's his second best movie of his career but like i think that's a game of inches uh with mr smith goes to washington i love jimmy stewart but if i'm going to take a decade i know the 50s has much more recognizable movies even the stuff that he is like even the 50s is a lot more movies that you would recognize even if you haven't seen them things like the fbi story um and uh the spirit of st louis and the glenn miller story um which i get uh, but I think going on the quality of work in the 40s, I think the 40s is his better decade um, over the 50s, which while you've seen a lot of them or heard of them, things like The Greatest Show on Earth are pretty bad. So He's the best player. Anyway. Okay. Um, he's in it for three minutes. Tops. Um, I said this, like, overall, I think um, 40s and 50s, I think there's four movies from Stewart that I know – from just hearing. I think Stewart in the 50s, I think there are 8 to 10 that I've heard of at least at some point. Sure, that's, that's so, about it. Yeah. Versus quality, I don't know. I think maybe, I think because he was getting, just, he was starting in the 30s or whatever, but he started really going to the 50s, I guess, or working more. Um, I think that, I think the 50s might be stronger. But I mean that's up there. I think still taking it in the forties, a classic actor like this at the forties level in the sixth round is a really strong value. So I think that's not bad. Um, I think overall, I think because I talked to you prior to this thing because we were doing this, and Kirk like took everything that you thought almost took things that you were thinking about later, just a decade earlier or later. Like you <laughs> talked about Bale yeah. in your head in twenty tens. You talked about Jay Stewart. He took it fifties. So. Interesting. We'll go to Kirk first. Um, this is the last pick, and then we'll give out draft grades and go home. Um, uh, thoughts on uh, Stewart in the 40s? You took 50, so. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew Coho was going to take Stewart somewhere, um, and the 40, 40s is not a bad pick. I just think, you know, just reviewing them, I, th- I feel like it's you get those top three movies, they're great, and there's a big drop-off after that, um, where I think, like you said, in the 50s. And I think, too, in the 50s, if you look, and I'm not going to say I've seen them all, but the 50s is really where he started his um, work in the Western genre, which is, you know, was a big part of his career. So I think, you know, recognizing that is important as well. So um, I just thought the 50s was a bigger, rep- a better representation overall of his career and had That's some better, had, had, had a wider breadth of good movies in it. Um, but I get, I, I was up until it came out of my mouth, I was torn between which one I was going to take. Yeah. Scott? You made my last pick, Easy Girls. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't have much to add. I said before that I think the 50s was stronger. Obviously, there's some great movies in the 40s. Um, I don't know. I just maybe a little bit more consistency in the 50s for me. Brian? Uh, this was on my list for consideration, and I had him. I had Jimmy Stewart on here for the '40s, um, uh, basically based mainly on the strength of just like those top few films. It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Shop Around the Corner, and especially Philadelphia Story, um, which, like he, he said, it's a great film. And obviously, I got, I picked it as well with my Cary Grant pick. Um, Bo, muted. You're muted. I was trying to unmute. My mouse like died for two seconds. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, 40s Jimmy Stewart is great. I think, gun to my head, I say 50s. I think just has more. But 40s is good. Okay. So, um, uh, all right. Time to give out draft grades. It's not over draft. I'm going to do first through uh, fifth place. And that's basically how it's going to work. Um, looking under them all right now. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with that decision, I think. Yeah, so can, first place, go ahead. Can we just acknowledge for a second that nobody picked a woman on the entire trial? I mean, yeah. I, was, I, I thought about I was waiting. That. I was waiting for Name like a, a woman. Hepburn. I was waiting for McDormand. Uh, I thought about no one. Weaver for the We should also acknowledge then yeah. that the four of you picked all white men, just saying. I definitely almost <laughs> wow wow. People taking up. the smallest yeah. of high grounds possible. I will say I did consider people um, like I considered Stone and and Ronan for 2010s as well. Um. Okay. So we're gonna leave this up while I go through this. Um. Just because I don't want to look at you guys in the eyes. Um. Um. Uh, first place. Um. It's a shock. He did not have my vote when I wrote yeah. it down. I thought the one person was gonna lose. It's Brian Michaels. Brian Michaels wins. I think I think what came into it is just strategy. I think he he may not have had a full strategy, or if he did, he's playing it is what it is. He just played the board really, really well. I think overall. Um, he knew where his weakest was. He had to do the wraparound and get Cary Grant, which a lot even brought up. Not a lot of people argued against it. I think Dreyfus in the 70s was a steal, but I we said, oh, you could have got that later and then still got Samuel L. Jackson in the 90s and no one else thought about that. I think that's a really strong pick. Um, Evans was the only question for me, but I think like the record, a lot of people had like Oscar Bates and stuff like that. He picked Blockbusters, and I thought that was a really solid, solid choice. Um, second place um, is going to go to um, uh, I'm going to go Coho. Coho gets second for me. Um, I think the only step down on that one overall was um, I I think the 40s, 50s thing and Stewart is a question that will be left. I don't know if I would have just pivoted to some other classic actor and didn't I can that I can tell you who before. I – if you want to hear it, I, I had sure. Gable 30s next to it as I almost went to Gable in the 30s. But then the issue okay. I made is it's two four-and-a-halves and a three-and-a-half for me versus two five-stars and two four-stars. That's fair. And it's your favorite actor, so you're one of them yeah. represented at some point. I get those. Um, and I think Ruffalo, when I did it more, I think Driver was clear of the, probably the choice. And um, that's where we leaned. Third place. Um, 
fuck. Um, this is harder than I thought it would be. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to go Kirk. Okay. I'm going to go Kirk. Because I lean, I lean, as much as I don't like Bale in some of the roles, I like what he does. He's just Hoffman in the 70s. Uh, Jimmy Stewart in the 50s, what I just said, is better. Cooper and then Cruz overall. <sighs> oh, fuck. I think I screwed No, I didn't screw this. I think this just. <sighs> oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Scott and fourth. Scott and fourth, <laughs> Bowman last. Um, uh, I just had enough reference in there. I think the hurt. I think the hurt pick. And again, I will rectify this and do this right. I again, I'm not one that will never just watch movies. I will go and watch William Hurt's eighties. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just there was just not enough for me to gauge on that that I've seen to an extent. And he had such limited movies. Like there was not enough that stood out. And, and one of the movies that I had seen, I don't really like. So it's kind of hard. Like, my, my heart defense was was largely bullshit. Oh, I'll admit that. <laughs> okay, like, fair, you probably weren't going to watch the movies being like that. Eh. I think, I just think if you put Brooks there, I think you have a better shot overall. Um, and that's just more, that's, that's true to you. And you would have got ripped apart. When I bring up Brooks that I, I get sprayed like the bad dogs. So I know. Oh, I, 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 I almost picked Brooks in the 80s also. So I'll back Boatman up. The 80s filmography for Brooks you, is small but strong. Cody makes fun okay. of me when I bring up Brooks. Take this off. I didn't want to. I, I get it. But stay true to yourself. Like that's a, at the end of the day, I give people shit all the time. Um, Brian, just real quick, any thoughts? Um, you don't really care, but you, I think your strategy was really strong in this one. Um, are you happy that you won, or do you not? You still don't care, but it still was. I, I, I am a, happy. I think. I think. I definitely wanted to get uh, Harrison Ford first, so I, I was only worried somebody else might pick eighties first and take that from me. Other than that, I had backups for most things. Um, there's a few. So I was surprised. The one I thought was going to go in the '70s was Robert De Niro. I mean, he doesn't have a ton of movies, but I mean, between Godfather Two and Taxi Driver it. and Mean Streets and Deer Hunter, that was the other one that I um, that I thought you know objectively I should pick, but I picked Dreyfus just because more of my kind of movies. Um, but yeah, I, I I had a lot of fun doing this. I honestly wasn't expecting to win, but maybe just the fact that I tend to dislike some of the same movies you do help. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next week um, we are doing um, – it's going to be like a Disney's draft. We're doing Disney draft. But I'm going to come up with five different like caveats to them. They're not just going to be overall characters. I, it might be a moment, villain, um, song, something like that. It's going to be five different things like this one where you have to bounce around and do stuff different. So it's not just traditional like, oh, I'm going to pick this person. So – I'm going to work with Coho behind the scenes. We're going to come up with a strategy for that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun doing that way. And it's going to break up Disney a little bit more than we have done in the past. So maybe like villain, hero, song, something something along the lines where you can bounce out of the box. Um, and then the next week after that, we're going to do pick a dodgeball team. Same concept as we did on the heist team, but there's going to be a captain, a coach, and then nine other players attached to your team. Um, no other things. She doesn't have to. You can describe them how you describe. They just can't be in a dodgeball film, which... I think there's only one, so I think you'll be safe. I, if there's another one, please don't pick that either. Damn it, um, guys. Lance Armstrong is off the table. Yeah, Lance Armstrong and Kurt, uh, Chuck Norris. Um, 
Okay, so thank you all. Again, six rounds yeah. made it go oh. three. We should have done two. Um, so or five rounds. I can also confirm. I confirmed it on miscellaneous. Uh, I have three of the four, and then we are down to our final two. For top 40 musicals, no one is shocked here. Cameron Holson, Andrew Barr, and Adelaide Spence will be on the show. Um, they will be on the show, uh, and I'm already regretting taking a top 40 show. Uh, but I am down to two. Me and Kirk. I have waiting for one more updated version of their lists, and then I will make a decision between them either way. That starts when, Coho? That starts on August 10th, top 40 musical series, and it's going to be chaos. Yeah. Gross. All right, y'all have a good night. See us for the. If you're interested in the Disney draft, send me a message to say I want to be in. So, see ya. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Your guilt has been determined. This is merely a sentencing hearing. Now, what will it be? Death or exile? You better lawyer up, asshole. Because I'm not coming back for thirty percent. I'm coming back for everything. Normally, I would say Alfida Zin, but since what Alfida Zin actually means is till I see you again, and since I never wish to see you again, to you, sir, I say goodbye.